This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Ashney Linham of Balmung, Chalo Mahola of Behemoth, Derby Periphery of Cerberus. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Live from Aorzea. Limit. Break. With your hosts, Unhero. You dare bring light to my lair? You must die! Kahlo. Take a number! Juxtaposition. I am hilarious and you will quote everything I say. Escalia. So, I'll just be here then. And Mika. Oh, come on, dummy. LimitBreakRadio.com Five, four, three, two, one! Welcome to Limit Break Radio. Episode number 19, weekly schedule maintained. I feel so good right now. Did you not think we'd make it this far? Oh, no, 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 no. I, I thought had, we were going to fizzle out after three episodes. I had complete confidence in us, guys. Oh, yeah, you show it all the time. Now, was it more that we wouldn't be able to maintain it, or we just wouldn't know what to talk to or, or, or about? Um, I don't know, a little, little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Because we definitely did not have a private discussion in the office about uh, our thoughts about Heaven Wards three weeks in a row. That did not happen. <laughs> no, yeah. we don't talk to each other in between episodes. Like, we show up one day a week and just talk and then leave. Yeah, exactly. We actually fucking hate each other. We, we, why, would I, why would I talk to any of these people? Somebody asked me that on stream the other night. Like, do you guys actually hate each other, or does it just seem that way on the show? <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. You wonder yes. why Nero's always trying to talk to staying longer and hanging out fuck that guy (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so thanks for joining us on twitch.tv slash limit break radio for our live show Uh, we are of course live from Eorzea uh, let's uh, let's send it on over to the studio. Hey, what's up? We are live from Ishgard once again today, right? Studio is right. getting a lot colder. I got to tell you, it's yeah, right. A little it's turn on the heat. Yeah, yeah. It's you, not really the studio. It would be more like live on location in Ishgard. Yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. That sounds about right. So uh, well, I vote we go live to Costa del Sol because this place sucks. Uh, well, yeah, uh, I think it's pretty cool. Not a. Uh, <laughs> Of course you do. Uh-huh. Yeah, for that joke, I'm giving you the cold shoulder the rest of the show. Ah. <laughs> Boo! Boo! Uh, Chill so, out, Nero. So, uh, <laughs> he's cold as ice. You know what? Let it go. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, my oh, goodness. Good one, Nero. Oh, yeah. We'll give you that one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll take it. All right. So, uh, <laughs> welcome to, uh, to Limit Break Radio. Of course, uh, joining me is our normal cast of characters. We've got Kahlo Landis over here. What's up, man? Not too much. So yeah, no, I was planning on saying that I was just chilling, but it's already been used. I can't know. Back in studio, how's it feel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was yeah, your hot and muggy? Are you kidding me? How how was your excursion? Uh, a lot better than being here. Yeah, I didn't really have to pay attention to you guys. I could get other stuff done, actually be productive, not sweat my ass off. Uh, but think of all the weight you lose just from sweating in here. Yeah, that's true. Out of that's true. all of us, I'm pretty sure I'm the one uh, that has the least amount to worry about when it comes to weight loss. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Nika, are you going to take that? 
I'm just, I'm just sitting. I'm just. Wait, wait. Did Ascalia just call Nika fat? Is is that what that was? No, the other thing that you did. You called all of us fat. Oh well, you know, if the shoe fits. <laughs> uh does it does it does it uh make you feel any better that we have to do a cam show right after this show i mean like after we've already been sweating in this room for like yeah maybe in the future we need to reverse order on this one <laughs> why do you think why do you think i uh, dressed up all spiffy today yeah so you didn't bring a shit shirt for the show when we're not yeah. on camera you're gonna sweat right through that thing and then yeah, continue you- to sweat right in- into the second show uh, we'll see so, by the way, uh, yes, we've got the premiere oh, you of know our what? new show you're right, coming up you're today. Right. So, I guess I should probably just get naked. Yeah, no, <laughs> like, like what I'm doing. Now. Oh, that was a bad. I'm su- so glad I'm not there. That was a bad suggestion. Also joining us, uh, we've got juxtaposition. How are you going to? You I'm doing great. How are you doing? Yeah, okay. It's good. It's uh, uh, guess what? I've, uh, I'm level sixty now, guys. Congratulations! I, I won the LBR level sixty race. I, I okay. didn't know it was. A I race. just want to point out that I'm sixty two. I just want to know how that cow was actually undressing. You're lying. You're You're a liar. (laughs) Well, what's your what's your eye level? Yeah, what is your eye level? Uh, like one fifty seven. Ha. Okay. One fifty eight. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Nika. Nika wins. The race is on. Nika wins the bigger penis race officially for episode number (laughs) nineteen. I just want to point out that Callow is actually undressing, and everyone else on this cast can look away. (laughs) I happen to be looking straight on. You like what you see. It's true. And yet you're maintaining eye contact. It's weird. Even as he's talking to you guys, (laughs) just staring at Callow. How can you pull your eyes away from that? It's difficult. LBR Callow flirt. I'm so. Awkward. <laughs> uh, so uh, yes. Also, we've got joining us on Skype Nika Kayanian. How Hi. you doing? Good. Awesome. You're. I, I, I like that body piece. I gotta say. Me too. It doesn't match your arms though. Why didn't it's, you bother to glamour uh, the arms to match? I'm still. Uh, I'm still uh, farming. It's Learn to glamour. Yeah, no. but you can't you can't figure no out a decent alternative in the meantime. No. Oh, okay, it's, well, it's going to be so fast. Why waste the glamour crystals? Well, your shield hides it a waste little bit. Waste the glamour crystals. Waste what? the glamour. Yes, <laughs> just yeah. go buy oh, more. Two K, no. you're out. Okay, hold on, hold on. Is no one like upset or disturbed at the fact that Aniro is caring about glamour? Nobody cares about that. No one's just going to breeze right over that. I, well, I, hey, I'm sorry, but it's distracting. Uh, yeah, and it's doesn't so care about bad. He cares about how it's good the so, show looks. It's it's so bad. It's distracting. It's so bad that I care. Does that 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 should say, that should tell you how Nika? Actually, okay, Nika. Well, also, I will say I got that body piece like 30 seconds before the show. So don't even don't even. I just think in that it. case, I would have just wore whatever I had on before that did match. No, I wanted to wear this because it's so cool looking. And uh, also joining us is Scalia Rayumasa. How you doing, man? Fresh out of the video editing dungeon. Yes, and uh, and also you were streaming last night. Yeah. I don't why you were streaming so late. I don't know, but I uh, always stream later. You yeah, no, I know you're like no, you're like the king of the the, the overnight. Night yeah, your overnight, uh, the overnight shift here. It just means the, the California people get to hang out with me. Uh, and the I and yeah, and the European and yeah, anyone basically not in Eastern time, pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, the Craig Ferguson of LBR. <laughs> I could be okay with that. Craig Ferguson's awesome. Uh, Who's that? Is that the Sham Wow guy? Guess the, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? No. What? Okay. Is the Sham Wow guy dead? I think no, so. No, he went to jail. No, that's oh, Bob yeah, Saget. 
<laughs> no, Bob Saget's Bob not You Saget. are so Dead? bad at pop culture. <laughs> oh, my God. You're ter- why, why are you so bad at everything? You're bad. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Good comeback. You big joke idiot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. We've got an exciting show coming up for you today here on Limit Break Radio. We're excited that you are joining us here live on twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. Uh, if this is your first time joining us, make sure that you head on over to our website, LimitBreakRadio.com, and subscribe to the podcast. We're available on all iTunes ca- uh, uh, platforms. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, all podcast platforms, including iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else you get your uh, podcasts. So uh, LimitBreakRadio.com is uh, the place where all of that happens. Uh, So uh, coming up on the show today, uh, we're going to be talking more about Heaven's Word, because why wouldn't we? Well, I mean, Kahlo keeps saying, like, oh, third week of Heaven's Word. I mean... Heaven's it's going to be multiple weeks. No, no, no. Heaven's no, Word is that's Final not Fantasy what I said. That's not what I said. Specifically, our thoughts of Heaven's Word three weeks in a row. Oh, well, what do you think about it now? What do you think about it now? What do you think about it now? We yep. actually have a very specific thing that we're discussing today in regards to Heaven's Word. And it's a good thing that I came up with this topic, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, but, humble brag. But, no, no. There's <laughs> no that wasn't even humble. That there's was no brag. humble in that. There's no <laughs> humble in that. I'm just going to take all of that credit because I came up with all of this topic. So, eat it, guys. Uh, I added a, a bullet point in there. Good job. Okay. Way to go. Uh, but we want to get your thoughts here on uh, on the topic today. And uh, the way that you can do that is over Skype uh, via the username Limit Break Radio at us on skype and uh send us a skype message with your uh character name and your server and uh what you would like to talk about if it's uh related to uh the topic uh that we're talking about if it's uh something else that you want to talk about that's that all of that is valid uh or you can give us a call at 810-515-8715 on any normal ass telephone but what we're going to be talking about today is okay so heaven's word is the first expansion for Final Fantasy fourteen. I put a question mark on that because it is. A, I would say yes. it is yes. a bit. Wait, hang on. Let me pose the question first before you jump to answer. Uh, it is the first uh, uh, question mark expansion for Final Fantasy fourteen. Well, can you count like two and, I, and uh, we want to compare uh, how does Heaven's Word stack up against other similar MMO expansions and how those MMOs have chose to deliver content and what they count as the expansion that's delivered on release day. Uh, so, you know, we have a lot of different points of comparison. Of course, uh, we've all played Final Fantasy XI here in this room. Uh, but, of course, World of Warcraft, uh, 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 both uh, Kahlo and uh, Juxta have uh, context for, as well as some other MMOs. So that's what we're going to be talking about. If you want to st- uh, share your opinions about how Heaven's Word stacks up against other MMO expansions, uh, then uh, send a Skype message over to the Skype account Limit Break Radio or give us a call 810-515-8715. Okay, so the reason that I say the first question mark expansion for Final Fantasy fourteen is... Do we count a Realm Reborn as an expansion? Because we did have 1.0 
uh, as as the initial iteration. And you could say for as much as I mean, I, you know, yes, they did change the entire game. But, you know, in 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 a certain context, I, you could consider 2.0 as an expansion. I'm going to say, say no. Yeah. Because wow. You everyone cannot, is going to jump You cannot that. go back and play 1.0's content. It's gone. Fair enough. Like, it's completely gone. And when you have an expansion that expands upon content, not completely overwrites it. Okay. 2.0 yep. was a complete overhaul of the game. Brand new game. First expansion is 3.0. I would have said the exact same thing. An expansion expands what you currently have, and 2.0 was a complete remake, remake yeah. of 1.0. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Fair but enough. But you did keep all your levels, items, and gear from yes. 1.0. Yeah. And you, all I mean, that content you was, did did not go away. It, there was carryover. And, and I, that's, that's I think that story. that's an important point to note. The story is still canon. It's still there. It's just... You can't it is go back still and canon do it. because you can't they, go back and do it because 2.0 did. I mean, while they while they rebuilt the entire game, they and you can't go back and do 1.0 story anymore. They did build on top of it. Yes, they recontextualized it and you know maybe retconned a few things, but you know like that 1.0 happened. It's not like they said, "Hey, this is." Uh, our new vision of Eorzea, like no 1.0 happened, and so I, I think that it, it, it. I mean, it definitely deserves a special classification. Oh yeah, because special the, classification, but I wouldn't call it a new expansion to, because because it was marketed as a new game as well. It's not like oh, here's the first expansion to Final Fantasy. Like no, that 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 destroyed. Well, and if you like, if you were to ask Yoshido, do you think he would call it? Like he was a part of the first expansion to it, or would you say he was the re- he remade Final Fantasy XIV? I think he would consider himself having remade the game, not just expanded upon it. Right. Yeah. Although he, but he also did have a considerable amount of input and narrative input on 1.0 because the whole Dalamun mm-hmm. uh, uh, narrative that came out of that that came from Yoshi. Well, because he came in in the middle of 1.0's extreme failure. Right. So he had to try to find a way to blow up the world in order to remake it. <laughs> right. Well, but, you know what? I, you know what I would call. You know what I would call two point What DLC? Dalamun loaded change. <laughs> what? Oh my god! Wow, no. that was terrible. Do you have a drop for that? You yeah, better have yeah. a drop for that. Oh, my that god, was that was awesome. For, that for was awful. That was awesome. That was awful. Awesome. That's not funny. It's never been funny. It's never gonna be funny. There you go. That's appropriate. Thank you very much. Uh, so, uh, but the reason that I'm asking the question, it's not just to pose the question abjectly, but when we compare it up to other MMO expansions, what should we, I mean, what's a fair comparison at this point? Well, is a fair comparison, you know, in terms of like Final Fantasy's 11's development is, is a fair anal- uh, analog Rise of the Zillard, or is it COP for World of Warcraft? Is would it be Burning Crusade or Wrath of the Lich King? Like I, I'm just trying to figure out. Like you know, this game has had development since 2010, and if we if we say that okay, we're going to wipe the slate clean, and Heaven's Word is the first expansion. Uh, you know, uh, definitively, then I think the analog automatically becomes the first expansion for any other MMO. The only thing about that is with 11, 
we did not get to play Eleven pre Rise of the Zillar. Like NA launch was with Rise of the Zillar already included. So that's our first expansion here in NA was Chains of Promathia. Like all other things were just what the game was beforehand. Right. Right. Well, that that's true, but you can't call Rise of the Zillar not an expansion. Yeah, it, it was an expansion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, because I mean, just because we don't have a context for it as an audience doesn't mean that we can discount it. Because you know, a lot of people are saying that like, oh, when you look at the amount of end game content that heaven's word presents you have to look at what you know uh rise of the zillart brought to the table and all of that kind you know you can't you can't look at things like you know cop or draw uh, an analogy uh for odd ergon because we're just not we're not there in the development yet so i'm just trying to figure out like what is what is uh, you know what do you guys think is the fair analogy to draw here in terms of uh in terms of drawing you know well, uh, making this comparison so rise of zillart took us up through what sky and level 75 right that was all zillart content uh yes Yes. so that would be i think that would be a fair comparison as to where we are now okay i mean mean, do you guys content wise agree yes content wise yes as far as what happened between 1.0 and 2.0 i don't know that there is anything out there that is comparative to it the only thing that pops into my head would be Cataclysm for World of Warcraft because they completely redid everything, not to the same level that they did with A Realm Reborn, but they went back and essentially changed everything, and there's a bunch of stuff that you don't see anymore, but obviously is still considered canon. I think, uh, if we're talking WoW, I think this would be almost literally Burning Crusade, right? No. No? Well, content-wise? Yeah. Um... I guess. It's, well, I mean, it's. The, I'd say it's roughly equal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how did WoW work in terms of content, though? Did they have everything on release, or did they add things and update patches? Like they, they, they still add things through through patches. Because yeah. my pro- my only other context for MMO is eleven, and when I think about it, like I mean, I think most people's most beloved expansion is Treasures of Ottergon, mm-hmm. and when uh, I think sure. about it. None of the Ottergon content was added on the release of the expansion. They had the the, the storyline and the new zone. See, one of the and problems there, with comparing it to WoW is they don't really have a, a quote-unquote storyline. You get your raid, and there's kind of a story going through that, but, but you don't get, like, cutscenes very often. No, yeah, uh-uh. okay. Although, I mean, when you do that get a cutscene in WoW, it's usually pretty amazing. With 11, most of the content you were doing was still old stuff. Like, you were still doing Dynamis and Sky and Fafner and that kind of stuff. So even though Ottergon only had story, and that was its only content, and maybe some merit areas, it didn't matter Selvagio. that all the stuff came late. That didn't come on release. Oh, we're ta- are you talking about release? Okay. I'm talking about on release. So if you think about what Heaven's Word is, you have to count every you know, like everything that we have, everything right that's going to come with it in right. the next couple patches. And when you compare it to something like treasures of Ottergon, because salvage and all that, that stuff assault, right? came later. So if you think about the content heavens where it has now, it's more content than any of 11's expansions had on release. I would say. Okay. So I, I, w- I, and I would say that that's fair. So, so wait, now are we counting things like Alexander? Because that's not out yet. It's coming very soon, yeah, very yeah. shortly. She, she but that's said not you have yet. to count things that aren't coming out, that haven't come out yet. But then in the same in the same vein, um, yeah. But like, but like, I don't know. Like, we only we're only waiting two weeks for Alexander, and I think I think the argument there would be that like that content is pretty much ready to go. They're not. I don't think that they're finalizing the content. They're, they're struct- giving people. A they're chance. structuring that so that the community is not poop socking and people are dying. You know what I mean? Like uh, the grind to sixty is a lot already. Yeah. And if uh, you know, if it was like let's do Alexander, like dude, like fucking people would be throwing seventy two hours at this shit. And it's like it, you know already 
there's a lot and you're you guys are right there's so much content that they added with heavensward like straight out of the gate that's accessible right away so much story content so much narrative but it's mostly story content like once you get to 60 once you get to the end of that unless you're leveling another job like well, there's there's, lo- there's, there's law grinding there's and there's two x primals right and the, yeah and there will be Alexander's suit. And then if you think about the way they add the content in the future, like two or three point blah, blah, blah updates, that's what I would say is comparison to when things like Xenom and Salvage and stuff are added in 11. Yeah. Right. Because that's what we remember as endearing from Treasures of Ottergon, but that stuff didn't come out on launch. That's true. That's true. And I, I mean, like, I don't mean, you know, Chains of Promathia was yeah. so long ago. Like, but think about how little was out with Chains of Promathia. How, like, if you think about C being the end game, how long was it until chapter seven and eight were added into COP? It was ages after launch. And you know what? Yeah. Uh, you know, actually, I don't think that there's any one expansion that we can definitively say is the end all be all because, okay, it's similar to Odd Organ in the fact that the way that they're releasing the content, you know, is going to be like, they have it all prepared, right? And right. as it's released, it'll feel like Odd Organ. However, what I remember the majority of from Chains of Promathia, like anything that you, you think up, uh, the Promivians, you know, uh, the Tenzin fight, that's all story stuff. So the way that it's been released right now, it feels more like Chains of Promathia because we're all just diving into the story, trying to get as far as we can get until you hit C or afterwards in Heaven's uh, in Heaven's Ward to start actually doing content. So I mean, I, I, you know, like I, I you know, I, I, I'm, I guess I'm going to speak for myself here, but I feel you should probably do that. I, I <laughs> but I I'll speak for Nero. I am big and dumb and ugly. <laughs> I like swords. I like swords. I like swords. Uh, no, but I, 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 I do feel like this is the most content I've ever received on an expansion right out of the gate. From the get go, I mean, like I've never, never felt like an expansion delivered on on this level of content from any other MMO that I've ever played, especially not FF11. I mean, people like to go back and and paint FF11 with rose colored glasses, and I think that they forget things like Nika pointed out that. A lot of the content that was so great out of uh, out of expansions like Treasures of Odd Ergon wasn't added until subsequent patches. Some, I mean, and, and like those, I think at that point we're coming at at six month intervals, not three yeah, month. We didn't intervals. even have all of Assault right away. They introduced right. those ranks as you went along. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was stuff that was con- uh, that was constantly expanded over time. And uh, but, the, but the content in, in eleven was so hard a lot of the time that you needed that kind of time to get through it. Like Promivian was a nightmare. That's true. Getting through, getting through that. Like like last night on stream, I have a uh, FF music playing in the background. Promivian's music comes on in the background, and my chat explodes with like PTSD <laughs> horror flashbacks. <laughs> That's valid. That's valid. So yeah, like think about. It. But sure, C may have come out, but how many people were trying to get into C for years after because of the airship fight? Not to mention, take Sky and C into account. That was considered endgame. But yeah. how much actual content was actually there? There was, you know, like like for C, there was Kieran, there were four uh, gods. You and mean then Sky. You, Sky, yeah. yeah. Kieran, four gods, and then you had, you know, all Archangels, the, the, the Divine pop, Might. The pop items, right? Yeah, there was Archangel. There was Divine a lot Light. of NMs to camp for the different gear that dropped, like the freaking Yingying robe. God, 
<laughs> but speaking of PTSD, but the point is, like, like that was your end game. A handful of bosses that all dropped. Now, granted, yes, that, I know, you, I know that, that, that all stayed relevant for so long that you needed full alliances to kill. Right. And, so Eleven's yeah. version of Endgame was stand here and camp things, and people liked it, and they didn't care. So they could That's throw true. little Still, amount of content in as long Zillart, as you had to stand around and wait. People didn't care. If you take Zillar, your end game content was Sky. If you take um, and Dynamis. Um, all right, Sky and Dynamis. And then in um, Promathia, you had C. And then for Odd you had Salvage. You had yeah, ZNMs. Too. Like, there was just so much more stuff that was added through that. And when you look at Endgame now in Heavensward 2, I just feel like there's so many more things to do than just, all right, here's one area with a bunch of stuff. Well, and that's where, you know, Eleven took the approach of, we are going to add in new content, but the old Endgame stuff will always remain relevant. That Whereas is true. Whereas 14 needs to add more in because their old content is phasing out of relevance. That is true as well. Well, and 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 now that, that Heaven's Word is out, I mean, the old A Realm Reborn content is completely irrelevant. Oh my god. But if you Other go back and do some of that roulette. old AR stuff, like I went into roulette, how are people so bad? How is it possible? Like oh, only is it just like much. only the bads are left there now? Because oh, it's so no, I did, horrible. I did Sestasha hard mode, guys. Oh, oh my no, gosh, we wiped times, three haven't... times on the first Scorpion boss, dude. Uh, my roommate wiped on Shiva hard last night. <laughs> His group Man, died on Shiva hard. Luck. I haven't had any of those bad problems. astrologians, is what it is. Uh, they were fair. Astrologians are kind of shitty. <laughs> they are. <laughs> We'll get into that later. I, but we also have a, uh, a caller on the line. All we right. Have, we have Inaru of Sergeant Tannis. Hey, what's up, Inaru? Oh, hey. <laughs> Inaru. Holy, hey, wait, Inaru. wait a minute. Inaru, are you actually from Balmung? Like, you're not really from Balmung, right? <laughs> he's in our he's in our link. Sergeant Tan. He just said Sergeant Tannis. Where did you get Balmung from? Because all we get is Balmung callers. I think he's lying. Actually, I switched to Sergeant Tannis to be with you guys. Oh, oh there we go. See, there you go. There we See, go. How sweet is that? Just check. It. It's Eon Root, but that's okay. I'm not going to be that guy. <laughs> you, well, you just kind of were that guy. You just were that guy. Don't worry. If you wouldn't have corrected him, I was about to. <laughs> no, you weren't. Shut up. <laughs> I always pronounce names right. I'm laughing because it's not going to happen. <laughs> uh anyway so uh what did you want to talk about today Yonru? uh well i was going to talk about the uh the expansion dropping in comparison to other mmos the general topic so what uh, what 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 other mmos have you played uh i've played a little bit of wow a good bit of the old republic um I played 11 like crazy, like everybody else. Um, so that's that's probably the three that I played the most. Okay. When, the other ones, but. when you say a little bit of WoW, de- de- define that a, uh, a little bit more. Well, I mean, I had a couple of characters at max level after uh, Miss, uh, what's it, Miss Pandaria, I guess, was yeah. where I stopped. Okay. Uh, but I basically, I didn't really technically do any of the content. I grinded as hard as I could to get to the max level so that I could do some end game stuff with some friends that were playing. But that's that's the extent of it. Yeah, but well I mean I that's that's val I would say that that yeah you could you could classify that as played WoW. I mean when you say a little bit, like I, I don't know. I would say I played a little bit of WoW. Like Nero got to level week. ten and quit. No, oh. twenty seven and quit. Okay. In vanilla. You're um, almost well, to WoW you're almost to Mount Man. Well to be fair, uh a cup like how long it took you when you played to get to twenty seven is probably how long it takes now to get a couple max level characters. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Fair enough. Not oh, counting the ones well, they give to you. I was like, can't don't you just get one for free now? 
<laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, I think so. So, uh, so, so, what do you think? How did uh, how does Heaven's Word stack up against uh, against some of the other MMOs that you've played? I, I gotta say that that I mean I'm probably a little partial, but I think Heaven's Word did the the best of all of those expansions dropping in one. So you know, like the with fourteen, the biggest focus has always been on the story leading you into Endgame. So they are pacing Endgame, giving us a chance to gear up, finish the story first, right, and then get ready for Alexander to drop. What is that next week? That story mode or normal mode, whatever you want to call it. One drops. more week. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've got one more week until uh, until Alexander hits. Yeah, yeah. So there's there's pacing there. So there's story, and I think that's what the older public tries to do is focus on their story that's bioware's big thing is all about story but the end game kind of fell short now we know that 14's end game has been you know top notch and i think that's what wow aimed at with their expansion so there was never really too much story because all of their stuff is all quest text there's not really anything that's voice acted besides a few cutscenes. right um but their their goal is to get your eye your eye level as high as possible as quick as possible so you can start progressing progression rating that's fair and, but you make a yeah. good point about uh 14 kind of being in, in that middle ground of the story and the end game content all being good uh, I've said it before, the older public's story is the only redeeming factor to that game, in my opinion, but it was still enough to get me all the way through the game. The story was outstanding, but the end game sucked. Now, yeah. now, now I, I actually, I, I, I posed this question a couple of nights ago on the stream uh, when, when I was uh, plugging the show and getting ready for the show, uh, but how many expansions has the Old Republic actually had? I think they're on their... They've had two, right? Second, yes, they're about. They announced at E3 that they're about to launch their third. Their third, okay. Because somebody yeah. had said like six, but a lot of them, you know, like a lot of them were were more like glorified DLC, and and so you know, in terms of just like uh, you know, in terms of like what you get, uh, you know, uh, day one out of out of the release of uh, of an expansion, say out of uh, Star Wars, uh, you know, Old Republic, um. The older public might consider, like, a pl- that fan base might consider, like, us getting the Manderville Gold Saucer. They might consider that a mini expansion. Oh, no. Really? No. Yes. Yes. Is that, is that true? Is it free to play? Is that true? Yeah, Star Wars is free to play. Yeah, I, I would say that's true. Star oh, Wars wow. Get a lot of well, there's a content. subscription model, right? Like, if you're doing free to play, you can't send whispers and that kind of stuff, right? Right. So, Star Wars free to play model is the most broken that I've it's ever so seen. Bad. It, it's terrible. So, essentially, you're penalized for not subscribing so you gain xp at a, at a reduced rate um, you are locked out of end game like dungeons and raids after three unless you buy more tokens <laughs> to get in with either the end you don't get currency. as many uh actions on your action bar right yeah huh? you're limited with action bars it's it's awful and you can't oh, whisper really, people really that's wow. terrible. It's, it's atrocious. You have never seen anything so broken. Like they said, they looked at games like League of Legends and say, "Okay, that works really well for them. Let's do none of it. <laughs> We're just going to avoid that entirely." Wow, that's yeah, crazy. It's, it's um, I feel like in regards to expansions, as opposed to like DLC or or add-ons, as they call them, in FF11. If something isn't changing the status quo of the game, I don't think it should be considered ex- considered an expansion. It's not taking you into like a new chapter or a new era. Uh, you know, yeah. add-on is the right word that you yeah. use. Eleven had had like those three mini add-ons yep. that they did. Uh, Which a tour, you win pl- did. tour would call I that an expansion. I never bought those. 
Yeah, see, like, like you went and did the story, and you got all that cool stuff. But after that was said and done, nothing, nothing really changed. Yeah, right. I never so it wasn't them an expansion. There was nothing to do in them. It was like fetch there was, quest. Yeah, there was really no reason to do them. Yep. There, the reason to do them was to get a piece of gear that hideous could, one, body yeah, one armor, piece dude. Of, one, one piece of gear. <laughs> one piece of gear that, that was that was completely hideous. And yeah, you had to like choose. They were like it was like, like situational. Like yeah. sixteen different things you could put on it. The yeah. worst thing though was on Dragoon if you you could get the pants and put haste and double attack on them and it was like if you couldn't like do Eris's gear it was yeah. best in slot yeah I know. it was the worst i know i used those pants for a long fucking blitz or polane <laughs> for the win uh so so yeah I, I i i what do you what do you feel like about uh, uh about the comparison heaven's word like is it even fair to compare heaven's word to uh, you know, to anything in in Star, I don't think it, I've, I feel like it's not fair to well, compare it to Star Wars. While they do have those mini expansions, they do have some bigger expansions okay. too. All right, yeah, I, I would I would actually consider because I think Star Wars first real expansion, I'm gonna say quote unquote expansion, Rise of the Hut Cartel was actually technically an add on because yes, they increased the level cap. And yes, they added a new planet, a new zone, or a couple of new zones. But the story, whereas when you start out with Star Wars, your story is your character story. Each class has its own specific story. Yep. And then it interacts with the world and through other side quests and stuff like that. Right. But the Rise of the Heart Cartel, everybody had the same story. See, I, you know, and I think, I think that that's really shitty that they, that they funnel people into like a forced subscription model or, or like you said, they basically penalize you. But then they also charge for content that with FF14 would have been like a normal, a patch. yeah, like yeah. a normal, like a normal 2.x or 3.x patch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so I, 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 I think really I want to draw that comparison really to, 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 uh, commend Square Enix on, uh, uh, you know, on the amount of, uh, of content that they delivered. It's staggering. It really is. Like, I know that there are people who have already poop socked to 60 and like, you know, people who got through the, uh, you know, got through the story, uh, you know, within the, uh, you know, within the, uh, early, early access period. Yeah. And we're belly aching on the forums like, oh, we're already done with it. Yo, why? Oh, this sucks. <laughs> you Nothing dug your own do. grave on yeah, that. It's one. like, yeah. congratulations. You, you paid, you played like 300 hours over the the first 10 days you made your shit shake you eat it (laughs) (laughs) uh but uh but yeah so uh overall thoughts uh you know heaven's word uh v other expansions Uh, i mean it's it stands alone Uh, i think there's already i mean we've already established that there's already more you know through heaven's word than star wars in their first expansion and we haven't even gotten everything yet we don't we don't have esoteric gear yet we don't have yeah. you know the rating yet i mean and it's already more than than star wars could give us and you know like i said i, I never really i mean i i played while after the expansions already hit so i mm-hmm. wasn't like waiting for content to drop like i was with heaven's word you know so i can't really compare in that sense but I mean, as far as Heaven's Word goes, I mean, I was sitting here 
chomping at the bit waiting for the story well and the way that it ended was just incredible it was it was but you know and and, and really thinking back on it the wait was really not that atrocious oh no square enix did a really good job at giving us little tidbits over time you know like you know gold saucer stuff like that like giving us giving us stuff that extended the overall life of uh of boredom preventer of 2.5 i mean story missions on each patch like if you think about it yeah we finished the initial heavens word story but each 3.x patch is going to have a huge and more chunk of story to come you know what That's let me too. ask you let me ask this to you guys though okay because i think that me and juxta have a better base of comparison when it comes to pacing than anybody else does <laughs> because in world of warcraft for every patch there was like a two to three month period where everything died like like in, including global economy on servers would just bottom out because nobody was playing at all or buying anything and when it came to an expansion we had to wait what three months for heaven's ward when things like really started to bottom out yeah in a yeah. general sense if you weren't like you know world first oh you know we beat binding coil you know two months ago three months whereas world of warcraft you're waiting a, a year, year. Yeah. yeah, you are waiting a year from when the last patch drops until the expansion starts back up again. That is a staggering amount of content. It's, it's, it's you insane. Have, you have BlizzCon and they announce an expansion. A year goes by and they're still talking about the same expansion they announced last year. That Square, is atrocious. Square Enix, like, like seriously, if I were to give them an award for anything or really commend them on something, the pacing of their game is fucking immaculate the way that they come out with patches has and a keep good you team, playing but when you look at square enix as a whole how long has 15 been now oh yeah <laughs> we're talking about final fantasy well, yeah, 14 yeah, here yeah plus plus this kyanian this this, uh, this uh, well hold on nika because this is also from an mmo standpoint this isn't just about how long it takes to get a game out we're talking about being able to sustain the life and keep people playing without them dropping their subs while they wait for new content to come they are amazing at that there has never been a point in this game where i felt like i don't have something to do thank you so much for your call and uh and sharing your uh you know your your uh point of view your perspective with us uh about uh you know uh star wars as well as uh as wow and uh yeah uh heaven's word i i think i think you guys are absolutely right like uh you know the pacing of the content is uh, is really amazing and it and and i'm already thinking about like okay so next week we're gonna get alexander and then you know like uh, we're we're what like three weeks uh, you know four weeks out uh, of uh of probably another patch like or i'm sorry maybe another two months out of another patch yeah uh so you know like the, the 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 fucking the pressure's on man like it's, it's not though it's not because by the time the next patch drops they have things set to go they have the beastman i feel like the pressure's on you know what i for mean square enix no 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 for oh, me for, as oh, a player okay. all right no oh, i get yeah. that because square enix they already have their next play lined up you got beastman tribes you have the relic quest coming you have more gold like they're ready to go yeah they have all of their ammo locked up and in the barrel and they're ready to go Especially because it's one week till Alexander Hard and then two weeks until the extreme mode. And then yeah. it'll be like people are going to be grinding that for a while before the patch. I don't feel that's like there's going to be much downtime at all. There's no and, well, that's, and, that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like with that kind of 
of forward end game progression that you're getting that like, yeah, the, dude, 3.1 is going to feel like a kick in the balls. Like, I really don't like it's going to feel gonna so be, quick. Not we're, gonna gonna be be we're not going to be prepared. You for are it. unprepared. We're going to be grinding through tombstones <laughs> like at a breakneck speed, but we're still not going to have everything ready to go by the time 3.1 hits. There's just no way. Yeah, well, I, I mean, like, I, you know, de- I'm definitely not a world first player. I'm not I'm not, you know, like uh, a huge in in terms of like end game progression i like you know the pace that i've chosen for uh for my play but you know i i i just feel like anyone anyone who doesn't necessarily poop sock through everything is really going to feel like this content is delivered at a very very fast pace especially compared to other mmos i mean I, you know I, again we all have context for ff11 i feel like ff11 is the only game that i have a context for in terms of pacing but yet i still go back and i paint that shit in rose-colored glasses like i'm i'm like everyone else where i'm like oh my god fucking uh, treasures was amazing forgetting that we were waiting for a lot of that content for almost a year I'm after that, sure that expansion drop ff before odd Ergen was complete i don't even think i got all of it because i can't actually remember like the last you didn't Ot play Ergen wings of the fight. goddess at all yeah, you did. You no, played. You, yeah, because yeah, you were you were playing I guess, campaign. Then, then, and then I guess I don't understand why Odd Organ was so good because I don't remember any of it. <laughs> uh, am I? I think it had the most content that didn't require. It, the, it yeah, yeah, I'll give you And it had some of the best spam. content. Um, you know, assaults were a lot of fun. Salvage was amazing, but like storyline, I don't remember any of that shit. Well, th- well, they oh, had- the storyline was so good. Yeah, the storyline was really good. It wasn't Chains of Promathia good? Uh, uh, no, it wasn't. But okay. a few things are fair. Fair. That's 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 <laughs> all. Although, of that is if fair. you get a chance, get a chance to go through and do Wings of the Goddesses storyline, it was outstanding. I got halfway through. No, yeah. I, well, I I actually wrapped that up in my. Did you? So what did you think of the end? It was great, right? right yeah, so it was good. Were you I sitting there at the end, just kind of like, Ugh. it was good. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do it in November. I hated that memory collecting quest, though. That was fucking bullshit. Yeah, still I think to that's this the day, quest I'm on when I quit. Yeah, well, because yeah, it's bullshit. No, it's it's, it's bullshit. still bullshit that with the bullshit. with the fucking sh- you know uh, uh, quick teleports around. Still bullshit. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I I I, I again, uh, you know, heaven's word, staggering amount of content right out of the gate. Uh, I don't understand the belly acres. I don't understand the people who are complaining that they're already out of stuff to do. Juxta, I, I feel like see you. Anyone saying that? Oh, I've, I've, yes, I've. Well, you Is have it like mostly on guild work or no official, official forums. It's just proof though that uh, no I, matter I, I, what I, you do, of course, will complain. Well, no, because of people, people of uh, the smart people avoid official forums like the fucking cancer. I mean, because I, I mean, I feel like I play fairly regularly and i'm nervous that i'm not going to have all my log gear before alexander drops so i don't know how people are bitching already no you're because gonna poop, poop socking it because they yeah because there are poop sockers i mean but crazy poop sockers no matter what people someone will complain no matter what se does ever that's then that's what it is like that's, that's the true. fundamental truth of life is that someone will complain. yeah i feel like the people who are probably complaining is someone who's like let's say you're a career healer okay that's all you do is you heal for your raid okay so before early access was done in like three or four days you're level 60 Oh, you and you know three of your other raid partners right so then within two or three more days you have the highest possible item level gear from grinding those tomes out in like a 48 hour period and you're like all right now what i need my raid we're ready to go give well, us our you raid have square to do hunts to get that 
And it's like, come on. Oh, I do want to. I want to. I, I, I can bitch about the hunt. Oh, we're going to. We. It is not an LBR episode if we do not talk about hunt drama. Because we're definitely going to talk about hunt drama. And free company housing. Come on, guys. <laughs> what is this? Episode 10? Uh, well, hunts are worse now because we have instances. Here, oh my god okay so well, but there's also twice as many of them if i if i if i correct we're gonna get to we'll get to hunts at the end but i did want to pose a question here given and and i think juxta and nika you guys will be able to answer this given where uh, you know the, the content that we're at what we're currently grinding right now uh what we've got at endgame comparing it to other uh, uh, other games that have been adding to forward end game progression because in subsequent patches, we're not, I mean, we, we shouldn't be skipping backwards in content like we had with Crystal Tower where we'd had, we would have one patch that would push us forward in an end game progression and then we'd have like a catch up patch. What do you guys see in terms of end game progression? At this point, like what what are the tools that Square Enix has laid out in front of them? What do they have to work with? And, uh, you know, because like we're I don't I don't see us getting any more primals. We don't have any more fucking beastmen to work with. So we're not going to get any more EX primals, probably. So, you know, where where are they going to take that? In terms of the eye level moving up, I I mean, they've gone extremely off of their original path. Like they, I think each, each new update we got in the new set of gear gave us like 20 eye levels. Here we've jumped from 130 to 180 with I9, 195 weapons. So where they're going to go from here is kind of hard to tell. Like the, the Alexander hard and Alexander X, is that going to bring us to like 250? I don't fucking know. Like, well, no, 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 jumping no. like crazy. No, no, no. But, but I mean, like what I'm asking is like in terms of like, you know, in terms of like the style of fights or the style of content that they're going to be delivering, you know, we've got Alexander uh, Normal and Alexander Extreme, which are basically analogs for, you know, like an eight man crystal tower and, you know, and your and your binding coil. Right. So you've got kind of those two ends of the spectrum covered. We know that we've got to have a 24 man raid in there somewhere. Right. But I don't think that they're going to be doing the backpedaling thing simply because of how far in eye level they're I don't no, yeah. I don't think so either. And what I'm hoping is that the 24 man raid content is going to be actually challenging 24 man raid content instead of instead of like r- r- dumb i will say only dumb. if i will agree with that only if it's possible and would people are willing to do it as free companies that's what i'm saying up as one i think it would where you get a group of people who are trolling or a group of people who right. suck and you can't do it with your free company no, no, no. that's where the problem is and well but i think i but don't don't you think that that kind of content might be cool if it's Content that's so well, yeah, chal- yeah. if it's content that's so challenging that you can't really duty finder it and it requires you to get twenty four people out of your fucking free I company. There, the, yes. I mean, like you want th- dynamus. That's but it's it, it's larger, but not as boring. <laughs> yes, yeah, well, not as less boring. boring yes. Dynamus. Yeah, I think you guys are wishing to to wish here because oh, no, I'm speculating. Well, I'm so wishing no. wishing is different it from speculating. Doesn't have I, to be one or the other. They could give us the 24 man content that we saw with the looking for raids. Give you the option to duty find it or go in with the people that they could yeah well they could separate that like they did alexander into a normal and extreme so that's a possibility it wouldn't even have to be it wouldn't even have to be separating them into a normal and an extreme just have the option to go up to the little portal thing that lets you enter as a preformed group 
or to we, go into party. But you can already do that. You can already do that. I'm nervous about the state of our community because with the way that people are, they bitch if they don't have great access to content. Whereas uh-huh. in eleven, in eleven, if we had to have three alliances, people on standby to kill one NM, people didn't give a shit. But in this game, if there's content that's just so hard that a duty finder group can't do it, even if the option's there, this community will bitch about it. Well, it's no, conditioning I, your player base. I completely agree, Nika. Are, are the player base will bitch about it, but I think that the I think that the dev- have justification for introducing content like that and here's why they couldn't do it with crystal tower because they didn't have the functionality built into the game to bring a pre-made alliance into the content so they had to make it face rolly because they they knew people were going to duty finder the shit out of it now that that functionality exists i think that you can ramp up the difficulty with justification and push people towards doing it as a pre-made group see i agree and Lokark and chat is saying that a 24 man pre-made is scary to think about organizing but when I think back to 11 I mean we used to organize like three full alliances exactly. with healers and tanks and DPS this is an and MMO who's, who's, this isn't 11 this, though yeah, I mean, this is about conditioning your player base free companies okay. do nothing right now <laughs> Juxta's saying and if, uh, conditioning your have, player base is important because in 11 everything about 11 prepared you for suffering and pain no <laughs> no, no no everything no. in four, yes everything no, in 14 no, does not you guys have no fucking clue okay putting together an alliance in final fantasy 11 was a means of all right everybody get in there and now just start going at it you oh you died let's switch them in and there was no mechanics in 11 that you had to work around you want to talk about a fucking nightmare try to do something like binding coil with 24 people where one person goes down fucks up everything okay so true we did 25 man raids and in some cases what was it 50 if it was was Cthun 50 man raids 40 you, 40 man raids you people have no idea you can think you you think you fucking know but I am telling you you are not fucking prepared for that shit you don't even know holy fuck right, you know that's right. holy fuck. I do, I do remember see uh, hearing a Nero Occasionally on those turn nine runs, raging at somebody. One wait, person. over sixteen more people wait, who can you fuck just it up. But there's wait. But there's there's a way. See, the thing is though, is that the, those are razor line mechanics. Where if one person fucks up, and you're only in a party of, uh, you know, you're only in a full a full party. If you have full alliance mechanics, you can make. What you can make one or two people wiping a, a recoverable mechanic. We hope that they make that a recoverable without mechanic. making yes. without but making it retarded. Punishing because I mean. because Crystal Tower. It, I mean, it, you know, even even before we had the eye level increase, Crystal Tower was a, 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 morons could do it. You could have ninety percent of your alliance wipe uh, if the mob is at fifteen percent. There's a pretty good chance that if the rest of the 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 players are competent, they'll be able to take it down like you know what i mean like uh, just make it you're talking harder. about a difficulty increase though because of it yes uh, well a difficulty well, increase of obviously, course obviously the, the the looking for raid is is face rolling yeah absolutely but that's what that's what i'm saying that's what uh, you make it harder you make it more challenging and and you also do the same thing that they did with binding coil of bahamut where they force you to queue as a pre-made party before opening it up into duty finder that way you're forced into learning it as a free company and then boom you have free company content where there is none there is none and that 
that's that's really my issue is that there's no free company content yeah, because and, there's and, nothing that incentivizes and in it. In terms of organizing it, there are leaders of free companies. They have their roles and they currently organize what workshops and housing. Oh and no, I yeah, no, like I absolutely If there was agree. content, those people would step up and make the organizing. That's why they run the free company. So I'm not one, too worried. I 100% agree. I just hope that you guys know what you're getting yourself in for because I don't know how many times, like on your raid night, right? One person's been missing and you guys and, and someone is like, like freaking out like I can't do this. I can't do this. We're done for the night. And that's replacing one person. But when you have 25 people that you have to organize, it is not fun. And I would not wish that upon well, my that's worst why free enemy. Companies have multiple people and that certain I mean, you only you get so many people that go in. If someone doesn't show up, you grab someone else. If you have more than enough, you make two groups. You, 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 okay, you, I mean, I feel okay, like hold on. Hold on. Do you do your free companies have more than one group running coil? Do you have three? Yes. Groups, my, no, my three free company one, is at, extremely yes. inactive because there is no reason to do anything. With well, them. and they that's are literally just for the house. And that's it. Nika, that's a great point. But I. I do have a very large free company and when coil was at it's like when it was like really current and people were still getting through it yes we had three active statics okay here's the thing it's not gonna happen because square enix has never mentioned anything about adding free company content like that you're gonna- no it's only what the community has been asking for but they've never said anything about having free company content like that so- again again Again, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out because I think that this comes from a personal place because you guys are in a sucky free company. <laughs> no, no, and you don't want to no, be no, you, guys, you guys. You guys, you guys, you're not even saying that it's free company specific events. You could pug up and be able to do this. So absolutely. So it's not coming so we'll from just, a personal okay, place. Well, then what's the fucking problem? I'm Here's saying what. it's not going to happen because Square Enix has never said that they're going to have 24 man hard content. They've he's not never saying said he's that. against it. He's just saying he's seen no evidence that it's coming. It's not going to come. And to be fair, let's look at the stuff that they've added that the community has wanted story mode but we do but we do know that there is full alliance content coming they've said nothing about it period not that it's going to be hard or easy but we do know that it's coming they've said that there's going to be free com- well that doesn't mean anything not, though. not free company no but full but of alliance content well they mean the crystal tower right right well, so, it's so make easy. it no what i'm saying is square enix if you're listening to me what i'm saying is make it fucking hard it's not gonna be hard a nero it needs to be a nero it needs to be it, it won't be and then and if it is if it is challenging that incentivizes free companies to band together i think more. you're just butthurt that the company airship was a retainer <laughs> that's what it amounts to I'm no, a little I, mad about that. I, 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 no, there is literally no free company content. There's no full alliance content. There's nothing that incentivizes having a free company larger than eight people. So don't be so darn butthurt. Why have the free company system then? Why not just have link shells? Yeah, the, the free company so can system buy a is house. extremely pointless. <laughs> buy your own personal house. Make your benefactor give you the money to buy your own personal house. We're because that's what, yeah, oh yeah. Because We're that's what that's what it's at at this point. I mean, like, you guys like if you I I don't know what you guys would do if you were forced into get into a good free company. So what you're really hoping for is that SE will dick over their tiny free company to benefit your humongous free company. Not necessarily. No, I just want to have a personal good laugh on the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, because the thing I knew is, it. even if they come out with this, that doesn't screw us over in any way because we'll just go the Samus Rageborn way of it and pug it. 
And yeah. well, yeah, and but and if, if we don't get it done in the lifetime of 3.0 when we're level 80, we'll go back and do it in 4.0. <laughs> yeah. Free story mode. Huh? So I, but but I mean, I'm, here here you guys are. You sit here and you fucking advocate get good shit and then you sit around <laughs> being bads. Like you're fucking terrible. Like listen to the shit that you're saying. You guys are the problem. Again, they're saying this they is don't why, think it's coming. This There's is why. Well, okay, fine. You don't think it's coming. But this is I mean, if you if you if you think that this is the kind of content that's not needed in this game. Oh no! Then this is the reason why Square Enix dumbs down content, it's not nerfs it's not jobs, needed. and makes it makes shit fucking easy. It's not that it's not needed. Just based on what we have or what we've seen, we don't think that there's any evidence that that's what they're going to do. Because like, because you're you're exactly right. They do dumb shit down. That's what they do. They make things easier. So why would they suddenly, you know, go left with it and be like, all right, and now, now we'll we're going to make things hard. really because hard. It's, because it's expansion time. And, and no, Okay, no, hold on. But that's the, thing. that's the thing. With Heaven's Ward, what have they really changed about the status quo? Like, what is the different dynamic Absol- with Heaven's absolutely Ward? Absolutely nothing. And look so at how... why are they going to change anything? But look at how many bad players are able to experience all of that content. Oh, exactly. No. Oh, you just hit the nail on the fucking head. That's the point. You want your players to feel like they're getting everything. Why would they then introduce content that only a fraction of people are going to be able to do? Not a fraction of people are going to be able to do, but increase That's- the increase the difficulty level. Put something out. Th- I mean, because and you know binding, what? If they binding, do that- coil, binding coil was a challenge for most of the player base, but the people who are world first, the people who are doing that shit, they chewed through it, and then they went to fucking they went back to turn, uh, you know, second coil savage, and then they you know they never made another savage version because nobody does that shit if you get your wish they're also going to put in a story mode uh, probably and that's probably okay because then the, that'll shut up the bads but i don't don't like not put in challenging content for large groups that's what this game needs it needs it we've i've been saying that it needs it for a while nika you want to back me up here I agree that it needs it, but this goes back to how the player base has been conditioned. Because I, I swear, like we were saying, there is this hard content that only a, a fraction of the player base is going to be able to complete. We've already found that with Coil, people bitch they need a story mode because they can't experience the story. Whereas like in Eleven, people who couldn't do Absolute Virtue or Pandemonium and Warden, those people didn't give a shit. They're hey, like, whatever, that's and you not know what? And, and you but know what? in this game, everyone wants to do everything, and it's just the way that the community is going. So where I feel like for someone like me and for someone who wants a big free company and wants harder content i think this game needs something like that because there are plenty of players like me who want that but i feel like the 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 more vocal part of the community is the opposite and they will be louder so, so here's bitching. so here's the way that you roll out the content you roll it out similarly to how they rolled out binding coil of bahamut where you can only queue at first with pre-made parties that forces you to either queue with your free company or it forces you into party finder like all the other end game uh, content right so then that'll get people in the habit of farming farming talent from their free companies or building their free companies up to have more talent accessible right because right? if you release it at the same time then a lot of people are just gonna be like well I don't care about the harder stuff I just want to get it done right give that time where you can only queue as a pre-made then you put it you know you put it out there so that you can queue uh you know yeah that's fine and actually i think they have a similar release schedule or or uh technique in world of warcraft when i played where the raid would come out first for a few weeks and then it would be put into duty finder right right and then after all of that then if people are still bitching for a story mode fine i don't know 
Man, make a fucking you know, make a make a crystal tower the, version of the, it. The, the other the other thing that, that you run into when they dumb down like there's now less HP and petrifaction doesn't kill you in one hit anymore and that that's, kind of stuff. Well, that kind that kind of stuff too. But also, you know, all of those people who are fucking whining and complaining that they want coil story mode, go do coil now. Yeah, no, you've that, got your story. That's mode. absolutely true. The you other, got it. The other which thing, we called congratulations. We called that eventually. Yeah. this would it, it would be nerfed via getting stronger. Yep. And the other thing Here that you, you keep mentioning in FF is that people didn't bitch and complain about it. Well, that's because they never gave into it. It was always that way. Right. Everything right. was always so hard that you either did it that way, you didn't do it, period. But because they've already given into this mentality of getting an easy mode or getting a story mode, they're not suddenly going to not do that. Well, that's what I was mentioning earlier about conditioning your player base. In 11, you were trained to expect pain and suffering, and you knew SE was never going to cave on it. So you either manned up and you did it, or you said, eh, I've got other things I like doing in this game. In 14, SE has on multiple occasions allowed things to become easier and has made it possible for you to just wait it out, wait it out for it to become easier. And if they, it's going to be hard for them to now recondition their player base to expect something different. Well, Which they're oh, not no, I think do. they have the perfect, the perfect opportunity. Heaven's though, with War the drop is of the opportunity expansion. to do it if yes. they're going to. Yes. If they Nika, don't do you, it now yes, within go. the next like 3.1, 3.2, they're not going to have another opportunity till 4.0. Absolutely. I totally agree with that. This wipes the slate clean enough that they would be able to do that. And Aniro, I agree <sighs> with you. I just think the three of us are sitting here saying they've not done anything that leads me to believe that's their plan. They've not tipped but, their hand but, at but, all if they're planning to do even it. Even if you were to do that, the general masses right the and in and, and this in this case it would actually be the the vocal majority if you started gating not gating things sorry but if you just started making things harder and trying to condition them to a way that 11 did you would have people saying this is the worst expansion ever this why are they not, doing this? not no 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 i think you misunderstand me i'm not saying make things harder i'm saying that there is specific content that needs to be introduced that has a challenge level that also i mean cuz we had been saying that you know oh an open zone where free companies can go in and fight nms and you know compete for nm claims and stuff like that that would be cool and while that would be cool i don't know that we're going to get that but we do have the yeah, opportunity that i don't think we did i don't we yeah. would get but the idea of coming out with a 24 man raid that you can only pre make at first and then maybe a patch down and, the road and make it and, gets and added in, and make in it, easy mode making that it, we could see making it with the explicit being explicit about it this is the this is supposed to be designed to be difficult content you know like because we've only got forward end game progression they can't go backwards like wh- who who what what population would they be serving what level population would they be serving what player base population would they be serving by not having forward end game progression and we've got uh, you know we've got a bunch of patches to get through still you know what i mean so like we have precedents that uh, you know full alliance raids are a thing yep. that they're going to be a thing continue continuing in heaven's word we have the ability to make full alliances now and and so it, it i i think nika's right the opportunity is there and the opportunity to set the precedence is there and, square- and, and you you guys were saying that they haven't done anything at all yet to show that they're doing that take i mean look at the new dungeons do have when they were said they were going to add coil mechanics i thought they were going to make like harder dodge mechanics but no they legitimately took coil mobs and stuck them in dungeons which so ones like, are you talking about like Reflasia. Two, but it's pissy. The Reflasia, the Reflasia is literally a mini T6. There's devours, there's bees, there's the the draw in. All of that stuff exists but in that Reflasia fight. 
It's yeah. easy if you've ever done T6. But no, when it's you piss easy done it anyway. I, I, it's, it was piss, piss easy, easy no matter yeah, what. If you, done it if you get in a group easy. with someone who's never done a single endgame raid in their life, though, it's a little difficult. They get eaten every single time, that kind of stuff. Yeah, like, but, it but, it's, but it's not it's, it's in, not, in, in, it's yes, not as penalizing as it was yeah, in T6. They get eaten every single time and you still win. The research facility, the last like level 60 dungeon. Spoilers! Okay, there's literally a mob that will turn into mobs from Coil and use moves from Coil. Like they they flat out took him off from coil, stuck it in there, and said, "Here's petrifaction." Okay, but that is it piss easy? Talking, what we're talking about is a difficulty increase. You can't just say, "Oh, look, they're preparing us for it because they put coil in the dungeon." The thing, no, but, but it's what I, easy. It's okay now. But remember, if you actually did coil, petrifaction was so hard to pay attention to. But if they start, they, I think they have to start small with this player base. They have to start with little things like, "Hey, I'm going to stick petrifaction in a dungeon. If you don't turn around, you're going to get stoned." And I think this player base needs to. Start. It's easy because it's one mechanic, but it's the, I, I feel like hopefully you they're going to build, build that up over up time. That way, you can't yeah, give easy content and then make it hard, or those people are going to bitch that it's no, getting no, no, too no. hard. No, that's and that, but that's what I'm saying. Don't give the give the easy content at the end. Give them no. Give yeah, the break I, at I the agree end. with that. I don't think that putting coil mobs into these dungeon is preparing them for it. I don't think that the, that. Well, that, no, but I think I think uh, I do think that coil was. Uh, I mean, like because enough of the player base was able to get through coil they said like look we can reuse some of these mechanics oh, yeah, yeah, that's and fine. and for the people who didn't it does feel sort of like a penalty like look you didn't experience all of the content you won't have context for all of these but they how can these learn it work. and so then i think as the content gets harder they'll be a little bit more prepared yeah but because is it, but be- it's the idea to train them then that oh okay so yeah you might get devoured but all I've seen is people get devoured and we win anyway, so why pay attention to so, that? So yeah, mechanic? so what what kind of evidence is that that they're preparing us for something hard? All I've seen is ooh, co- ooh, coil mechanics. Ooh, coil mechanics don't matter. I don't need to pay attention to that. Well, I, I, I I'm not I'm not saying that like in terms of the difficulty in the in 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 the content already present to us. I was actually I was more thinking like is there like a spot on one of the zones where there's like a big thing off in the distance where it looks like we could get a raid out of that like you know how we had crystal tower crystal tower oh, was on the, the mordona map yeah, and yeah. you could see it it was really obvious like oh we're gonna be going there and killing some shit yeah but i haven't really looked i feel like we're gonna go back into the the command ship in the last zone alice zale Vale thing because i feel like one dungeon isn't spa. yeah that place <laughs> so really what I, I feel like that they have to go back there because they haven't uh, spoilers. They haven't uh, finished anything with the Warring Triad yet, so we're going to go back there. Okay. And really, what I think what you're kind of trying to say, what Nika's trying to say is, like, we may not have seen the evidence that this is coming, but us... LB Army, Square Enix. Like, if you guys want harder content, this is your chance to ask Square Enix for it because this is Square Enix's chance to actually make a change and give it to you. So, if you want it, demand it. Now is your chance. I don't think we're ever going to see. Uh, that's harder. why. I, that's why I'm advocating. Exactly. I think the people who are complaining are much louder, regardless of how much the rest of us. Oh ask for it. boy, are they it's, ever! It's the bad's even, always. Complain. Hold on, it's not even that though. The last time we had hard content was Second Call of Bahamut Savage, and they have the numbers to show how many people actually did that and no one did it. But the difference there, and I will agree with the Nero here, that was added after the fact. There was no reason to do it unless you were one of those smaller people. If they would have added Savage Coil or Savage Second Coil first, like that's it. Here's Savage Mode. There is no regular mode. There is no easy mode. It's just Savage. A lot more people would have at least attempted it than they did at this point. So I will agree with the Nero in in that sense. If they add it first with the intent of dumbing it down, I hate to say it, but then that's probably the only way they're going to get it 
get away with well, it. Well, and, and, and it is important to note that Savage was the original design for how Second Coil was supposed to right. be presented overall. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's how that's way how we ended up getting it in the first place. But, uh, you know, uh, the the uh, the other point that I that I wanted to mention was that I'm not what I what I'm not advocating for is second coil for a full alliance. That's not what I'm asking for. No, you want 24 content. I, I'm asking for I'm I'm asking for full alliance content that is not a fucking joke. Look, some happy medium somewhere. There has happy to be medium. a happy medium somewhere between That's turn not, nine death and crystal roll tower. I, I, like I, I, come on, I, look. You, I mean, think of how much we dick around in crystal tower. I mean, how much we dicked around in crystal tower, even when it was current, brand new, fresh content. Didn't we do a crystal tower I, run without I really our job like crystals the idea on? Of open world content, like having something where you have your. Not like okay, not like no. Fafner camping, mm. but like where you can go and farm something and pop a monster. Why does it have to be in an instance? I, no, no, no. That no. requires you to do. You can duty finder that, but if, prob- you, if it's something in the world, you have to form up with people to do it. The problem with that is, I mean, just take a look at the hunt system. I mean, you you have well, so many people going <laughs> in to do one thing, and then you want to like make that like an end game thing. Like I wanted to have open world stuff too, but at this point, like after seeing the hunts revitalized, and it's like. You can't have that many people trying to do the same thing at the same well, time. It's, but no. it's hard to judge it right now because the game is so fresh that that is what everyone's doing. As the, as the, the, thing, as the like, content's been out for a little longer, it'll start to it spread out. It won't, it won't though, because there's not like, as many level 60s right now. There's going to be more and more level 60s no, coming in. No, hang on, hang on. No, Ascali has got a point, and this is this is good. This will this can transition us into our our hunt conversation. But what you know the. The, the thing that I did want to say was that uh, Square Enix has been very clever about ways to work around that in the past, and they did it with FF11 with pop items. Pop items is something that we've not seen make a return That's where in, I was gonna go with in FF14, which I think would take care of some of that issue. Especially because okay. we have a free company bank where you can have people in your yes. free company go out, farm the pop items, stick them in the bank. Once a week, the leader goes through, sees what you have, and you organize people and you go. How cool would that be? But, but how is that any different from an instance, though? And then the, really the only because Because you couldn't just duty find her up for this. You'd have to get your people in your free company to go together and fight. Depending on how the they do it, though, then you're running into problems like uh, uh, a lot of stuff on Odin back in FF11 is there would be like, you know, two or three of these really high-end game link shells that they would like monopolize on stuff. Hang on. Let's get in line, everybody. Right. Okay. That's, that's fair. There is, a, the, I mean, systems like that do open up to griefing, but it also opens up to uh, a market economy because if you can buy and sell the pops, then you, you've got a brand new, okay. You've got a brand new, uh, uh, source of, uh, uh of, um, what gill be useful. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like there's, no, I think that's, buying that's a new and selling sor- the pops would make people uh, bought them. And I don't think that would be. As fair. I don't. Th- it has plus and minuses. I don't know. It. But but the thing is, the other thing that Square Enix also used to do is that they used to uh, go on a gradual uh, progression system of NM. So you know the uh, the first tier pops would be like really easy to get. Okay, You'd get them from normal mods the like ZNMs. Yes. And, and, and yes, and then yes, and then as you progress with you know, oh, we kill this mob, and then it has a chance to drop the ne- drop the next pop item. I think that's uh, that's a way 
that you can structure it. So, yeah, there's a lot of competition at the bottom end of the spectrum, but that's not where the value is. The value is at the end of the progression of that of that series of NMs. I'll agree. If they were if they take basically Sky where you could, you know, trade and and sell stuff and combine it with how uh, ZNMs had easy earlier access, I think that that would work. But I think that also when you use the pop items, I feel like you would have to have it be an instance, like like you would go into an instance to fight them as opposed to popping them in real world situations, because then you could run into, uh, you know, like let's say that every single Monday night, that's when you guys do your your pop items, right? So you show up and now here's some new link shell that that's sitting there, and you're just gonna sit and wait. You're gonna cancel for the night. You I run think, into that. Yeah, yeah but that's that's really long the only way to get into the instance is to trade the item to the pop thing. It's yes. not a duty finder. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. That's yeah, fine. that's yeah. fine. Yeah. Right. Keep in mind, okay. Eleven only had them open world like that because they really didn't have the technology at the time to have separate instances for every little thing. Like I agree. That. No, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Which is exactly what I had suggested suggested with. The airship things, which turn into ventures, but uh, it's basically if you throw airships on top of that and make that a required part of it, then it funnels more people into it, and that's how you would get. And Nero won't be so butthurt about his retainership. (laughs) And speaking of butthurt, we also have a caller who is waiting patiently online. We have Uki. Uh, what was your name? Uh, Uki. Uki Miyoshi. Uki Miyoshi of Hyperion. Hey, what's up, Yuki? What's up? Not much, guys. How y'all doing today? Uh, we are uh, we are Hot very good. We're very very good. <laughs> I so, can see that. So uh, you want to chime in on uh, on what we're talking about here? Um, I have been wanting to chime in on the expansion for a bit. Um, I wanted to talk about the expansion comparison you guys did a little bit earlier, and in that instance where you guys were talking, I know one of you guys had said, you know, do we compare, you know, the NA release of eleven? Mm-hmm. 2.0. Right, mentioning and, the, and, the and Zillard, there, yeah. when there was a no. But with the Zillard piece in it, I guess you can consider it, okay, you can consider comparing Heaven's Word to the NA release of 11 because you instead of using it, the Japanese uh, had the base game, you have... The PC users and PS4 users, PS3 users had the base game of A Realm Reborn. Now your Mac users are getting the combo pack to play it all from scratch to catch up. So, I mean, I guess, yeah, I guess there is a bit of an analog with introducing it to a new platform like Mac, but... I don't know, man. I, I I don't feel like that's a big it's, enough it's, market. It's not. It's different than eleven because in eleven you still had to do all the old content to really make anything worthwhile. Where in this yeah. game they've dumbed down all of the Realm Reborn content so much that even if you're starting on a Mac, you're going to be level sixty really quick. Yeah, they put I mean, the fast forward button on all of that yeah. stuff. They yeah, didn't. That, they never did that for eleven. And that's an unfortunate part of it. But also the one big thing about you know fourteen compared to a lot of. Well, not a lot of particularly 11 is an 11. You had pieces of gear that were in the 20s and 30s that were still relevant at 75 back when you had end game progression. Sure. Rogers sure. Ring. So, 
Sure. And well, and I actually think that you get a little bit of that with the with the 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 um, release of Heaven's Word, because what you what you're seeing is, is that, you know, uh, gear that you're getting out of uh, uh, of quests designed for like 51, 52. I, I actually haven't stopped to look what the level cap on that is. But if it is above 50, you've also got this entire pool of gear that spans eye levels that would be appropriate for people to equip well into 52 53 54 right so so it there is a little bit of that like a little bit of that overlap but not much no it stops like 55 in 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 this game in 14 heaven's words particular you i know i was full one i 130 you know bis paladin when i got right to the expansion and I sat there and I told myself, I'm not wearing any non-greens, non-blues, and I didn't start replacing gear until 54. 55. Right, right. Well, exactly, and, yeah. If you're, if you're well, 130... The first few levels give you, like, I-125 gear. It's not worth it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I think the second dungeon gives you, like, 130, 133 gear 133, or something like that. 133, yep, yep. So, yeah, it's not until you get to like the third dungeon that you actually start getting stuff that legitimately starts replacing your old gear. If right. you were best in slot. Yeah, if exactly. You were best in slot. Right. Yeah. I still had some 120 pieces that I was yeah, first dungeon. Oh, sweet. Got got those off finally. But yeah. I will say this that overall Heaven's Word has done a phenomenal job as an expansion coming out and it's shown great base for Square Enix for the Final Fantasy 14 in general, but the MMO community has taken a big grab to this, and I wanted to bring up this topic a little bit, see what you guys would think. Sure. And that's, what do you guys think about these popular streamers that normally never touch the game on stream with the release of it being streaming 10, 12 hours a day? And bringing a lot more attention to the game. So you're talking about streamers who normally don't stream Final Fantasy 14, but are now that Heaven's Ward has released. Correct. I'm well. Uh, well, before we, we bef- talked about this one, we did. We actually we had an email about this on the last show. But but and and so because we've already we've talked about it a little bit. Uh, how do you feel about it? Well, I I like it. I love it because I feel like these streamers they've got popular like they've got big fan bases that are coming in i'm going to use a perfect example as tally mm-hmm. um he's a infamous world of warcraft raider has a huge following yeah thousands upon thousands that watch the stream every every time he's on there's no and, way if, if you were on twitch uh for early access and and for release day and then the following weeks there's no way that you didn't notice tally because he was always pinned way at the top of the yep. channel yeah, he was. And on top, I mean, on top of it, he was pinned high enough that, you know, he was dragging Final Fantasy up into the top five, top six games overall streamed on Twitch. Yes. Yeah. Just from his popularity. No, you're, but, you're absolutely right. But all these streamers, they're coming in, they're, they're experimenting with it because some of them, you know, some of them played a little bit of A Realm Reborn, um, you know, found, found it all right, left because they didn't find that there was more enjoyable content for them maybe before some of the patches came out. And then they come back just in time for Heaven's Word. And Tally, I specifically remember watching his stream this week, or earlier this week, he was asked to rate the expansion. Mm-hmm. And he sat there, and he had nothing but positive things to say. 
And when you get these type of streamers that are coming out because of the quality of the expansion, he brought up he brought up when the early access started. Um, I mean, a lot of people had trouble logging in the first hour and a half. You know, the mass congestion hitting the servers to the point that sometimes you get the lobby errors and you know yep, take you yep. to, to get in. Yep. But he said, you know, a majority of the player base was able to get in relatively quick. There weren't huge queue times, with the exception of a few servers. And he he said that's something unheard of with expansion with expansion launches yeah, yeah. Hey, you're absolutely right juxta has been claiming credit for this prediction you're welcome uh, all week and, you're welcome and uh and you know you were absolutely right and almost i mean the amount of server problems that there were during early access i would say that there were virtually none so very minimal very few belmong was standing for the first two or three hours belmong yeah. belmong but belmong has a high population anyway you yeah, know what right, i mean like right right that's the, it's the uh, highest isn't it i, I think I, I think it is I, I, but They're the most vocal at the very least well that's true Truth. yeah yeah it uh, never took me more than five or six attempts to get past the 2002 error yeah i had the one night where i had trouble logging in for about a half hour and, and for, then it was over yeah and for q i don't think i was ever over 30 in line I right the q always takes super quick it's like not even five like minutes. Yeah, seconds. A, yeah, not yeah. even, not even. Um, but uh, but Yuki, I I want to uh, I I want to uh, 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 echo your sentiments here uh, that I think that you know uh, streamers like Towley uh, getting involved in FF14 uh, and and pushing the channel uh, as high as you know fourth, fifth, sixth in the top ten of uh, ch- you know uh, games streamed on Twitch. It's fantastic. It all it does is. Uh, gets more people interested in playing this game right. in checking it out in uh in interacting with it and and you know he uh, and all credit to him it's not like he would like come on and dick around with it for an hour like like it's sort of like you know when i when i when i streamed ESO i dicked around with that for like two and a half hours and then i was like okay i'm gonna go do something else it, it's not like that like there are uh there are definitely very popular streamers who are becoming invested in heaven's word right. and i think that that is fucking awesome and and i really want to encourage everyone when you're checking out their streams uh and and, and interacting in their chat rooms to uh, to show them what an amazing community I know that we are. You know, like we get to sit around here and be assholes and yell at each other and have fun, and and that's you know that's what we do here on Limit Break Radio. Uh, but uh, you know, it, 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 when whenever you guys are in chat and uh, and whenever I go into any other FF14 streams, uh, you guys are always the nicest community to interact with yep. and uh i i just i hope really hope that that continues in uh you know in these very uh noticeable visible streams uh because we do we have the best as uh, the, the best mmo community continues to grow yep. with all these other people getting invested in and, exa- it, yeah. and that's what another thing too is like even if like a lot of these you know bigger name streamers like i'm sure we noticed over the heavens ward weekend our numbers for streams maybe weren't as you know crazy as we thought they would true. be because, it's and, true and the bigger streamers may have pulled from but in the long run uh more people getting invested in final fantasy 14 streaming only benefits will eventually bring them to us eventually yes i think right now they're kind of overshadowing i think the more 
like devoted just Final Fantasy the mom streamers. And pop but I think in the long run, once <laughs> oh my those, God. those big time streamers, I think will eventually. I mean, they stream multiple things, and I yes. think if the people who are watching them eventually think, "Hey, I really like that game. Let's see who else is streaming this." And by the time right. all the big, you know, big name streamers have moved on, there will be the devoted smaller group left, and those people will eventually start to flourish. damn Walmart streams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well, and 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 really, we don't even want uh, like. Like people who like to watch Heaven's Word is one thing, but really what we want is people. We want to convert people to players. Players, Yeah, right. But that's I think that's the ultimate goal. And and exposing so many people. I mean, you know, I've seen numbers for Towley in the five, seven, eight thousands before, (laughs) uh, which is amazing and sort of unfathomable, except for our podcast downloads, our MP3 downloads are up there. Hashtag humble brag. No, there's no humble in there. (laughs) It's just bragging. It's just bragging. I don't know the way you said that. Kind of, that was kind of a yeah, little humble. Yeah, that one was but a little humble. <laughs> it was fake humble, but we could taste the humble. Well, think about like when we like break a hundred viewers occasionally on stream one night, and we're, like we're sitting like, oh, we got a hundred viewers. Can you imagine trying to entertain for like thousands in a night? You'd be sitting there like, what do I say? No, right now? I think the more people you have, the easier it is when they're actually they're talking. Ta- when they're talking, because yeah. my biggest problem is getting things going when I don't have a lot of viewers. But if I even have just one or two people who are actually you know engaging me, it's a whole hell of a lot easier. I always find though that when you have like the lower numbers that's when they're the most vocal at least in my streams no that's that's you're unique you're you're weird (laughs) what can i say uh thank you very much for the call yuki we uh we appreciate it and uh and and a great uh great suggestion for uh for a bit of discussion there uh and yeah of course we always welcome uh anyone who uh who's you know uh, just uh, just starting to uh, to twitch for Final Fantasy fourteen. Uh, they're always always welcome. Come so, for the Final Fantasy fourteen. Stay for the dick jokes. Yeah, stay for the rump cock. <laughs> stay for the dickings. Uh, so uh, I, I I did want to uh, uh, you know kind of move the discussion a little bit into the hunt drama that's going on right now. There's hunt drama. There already? is hunt drama there already. Is. I hate oh, the hunt. I'm already crying over so it so much. People oh. people are saying that that the uh, tone is toxic. That I mean, we're going right back to people. Uh, no, is it the, people, is it literally the exact same thing again, or is this because uh, is, Nika kind of mentioned, mentioned the the whole instanced problem? It's, yes, I think it's worse because of the instances. We're on a server that's high population. Explain, to explain the instance. Explain the instance. an instance is where you have a high enough population in one of the big zones, whereas they basically have a copy image of the same exact zone, so that to, to filter the lag, so that it's not so bad. Yeah, the so first time have, I've ever seen this done. Was was, uh, Guild Wars 2. You would go into what's called an overflow. Yes. You don't get to see like the, the main population of the server because you're kind of waiting to be to be transferred into there with everybody else. That's not else. how this one is, though. This one is right. literally yeah. just two copies of yeah, the Yeah, there zone. is no overflow. It's just There's a an second instance, instance one and version an instance of the two. Zone. And so what happens is when you teleport in, it just puts you in whatever one has a lower pop. Yep. And so... The hunt may only be, say, an instance two, but you teleport into instance one and everyone's gathering at instance two and you're like, shit. And the only way to switch instances is to walk out and zone in on foot. What if you go into someone's party? Your instant doesn't matter. I was in a party of people who all teleported. Me and Surin ended up in one instance. Everyone else was in the other. That's a big problem. If you're in a party, it should put you where your party is. We had to fly out of the zone, walk back in, click on instance two, and by then, early pulls had already gotten it, Hunt was dead. We had we were teleported into the zone way before everyone else, but we were in the wrong instance, and I was pissed. That that does seem like a, a like a systemic problem that Square Enix needs to fix. Like that that does seem 
like a huge problem. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I, uh, Juxta, what have you experienced? You know what? I'm not even going to care because I still can't get the hunts before they actually like. Uh, I've made it to like three. I need to try. I need to get to sixty so bad so I can see if I finally with the new PC if I've gotten over the whole hunt problem that I was having. It won't help because I've been trying to do this for like the last day or so. You know, I shout my for inv inv please invite me and no one invites me. And by the time I get there and I get at a party, it's in one of those shitty parties with like two DPS and a healer and they don't do anything. And I get uh, three seals and ten law and that's it. And well, and and the thing that people are really upset about is that hunts are are basically the barrier for entry in terms of progression for gear. Yeah. And again. Again. I mean, <laughs> again. But, the law gear gives you 170, and the only way to upgrade it to 180 is through the things you get from the seals. But, However, but, they do give you three sets of daily hunts. You get them at level 53, 56, and 59. And if you actually take the time every single day to do all three of those sets, you get a pretty decent chunk of yeah, seals. You're probably you get, actually uh, getting more seals from that than you would be trying to do the hunts in yeah, most cases. I think I've yeah. already gotten my weapon upgrade item and an accessory upgrade, and I've only made it to two actual hunts. The rest of them are just from daily. See, yeah, as I've long gotten, as there's an alternative way to have a steady stream of seals coming in, I think we'll see the whole instance problem as people all get to 60 and start spreading out more will start that, to to fix it as ranks give 100 whereas like the level three dailies give like 13 right so yeah, you no, know i understand a, okay well no no difference. if you do all of the marks uh you get i believe 80 uh seals per day yeah you which is a, which like is a the good level amount ones each like each monster you kill gives you seals so like the level ones um, there's five of them, and each of them give you three seals. The level twos, each of them give you four. But how the much level does it cost to upgrade a piece of armor? So like, there's one, two, three, four, five of them. Fifteen times five plus four times five plus three times five. So that's a lot. An upgrade uh, for the uh, the weapon is three fifty. The armor is three hundred. I 300. think. And yeah. I think and then the, the accessories, accessories are like 100 something, 150. Okay, so uh, accessories you could do every other day, and then the armor and weapon you would basically get just have to save once up for every three days, four days, three, four days if you're saving up for it. Right. That seems so, fair. Yeah, that it's, seems it's, fair. It's really so, fair. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like anywhere from two to three a week. That's not yeah, bad. And so once you get 53, you can, uh, first of all, and not to mention the seals, but actually they give a nice chunk of XP. Every monster you kill, you only have to kill two or three of right. each monster, and you get like 20k XP. Okay, but there's, so, but there's also, but there's a much more important point here that I want to mention is that. That in one week we're going to have Alexander, and then you have an alternate method of getting exactly uh, getting equivalent gear. That's what you have to look at. Okay, yeah, this is kind of a my, this is an annoyance trying to get to these hunts because of the instance zones. But if the zones weren't instance, then what are we looking at? Exactly, all of the four lands going down. You can't enter this instance. Emergency maintenance on this instance. So it's going to suck. Yeah, for like a week or two. But in the long run, uh, it's going to fix itself. I just want to point out that Vanderan in the chat made that exact same point. An alternative. In just a week, people. Do need we to know stop. that Alexander is 180? Did they confirm yeah. that? Do we know how what the level is on that? I don't. Know, I don't know that that's confirmed. I have no idea. Because I think. I think what people are speculating is that to do Alexander, they need to have at least 170, well, if not one. that's always going to be the, the mentality. I right. have to have the best gear to do this so that I can be at my best. But it's not going to stop them from going in. Right, but it just makes me wonder, like, the, the endgame dungeons give you I-160 gear. And, I mean, I wonder if you just have a full set of green gear, if that will be enough for Alex I'm Norman. sure that'll be plenty. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be really surprised. Or even, even having the 170 gear from Law. I mean, it's not unreasonable to have to farm a full set of Law, considering how cheap it is and how much Law yeah, you get per thing. Yeah, it's not that expensive. Obvi- obviously, when it comes right down to it, um, obviously, gear, to a certain extent, matters. Yes, but... 
being good at the you know the the, uh, the raid you're about to go into is a whole other thing. You know, having the best gear possible isn't going to save you from one shot mechanics anyway. So I think the point is is that com- quit complaining about hunts. It's going to be fine. It'll be fixed soon. It's going to be fine. Please look there's, forward. There's alternative. Assume that after the the congestion dies down, that they'll probably remove instances eventually. I would, I would hope so. I, I some think servers that, had them on early access. Our server didn't get them until actual launch day. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I, I never noticed it during early access, but I have I noticed it since. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, I, and, I, and I hope that that's just a temporary measure to relieve, yeah, to just relieve congestion. And uh, at some point, we'll be able to, uh, yeah, remove it. Um, but uh, the point is, quit complaining about hunts. It'll be okay. Except for... Except for that, the 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 instance issue, that's that's yeah, that, that's that a pretty sucks. legit that's a pretty legit complaint. But considering the alternatives, they, I don't think it's that. I mean, big. they also have like uh, fates that are like Odin that don't show up on the map, and they're only in one of the instances too. And so that's when people are having a hard time trying to get in that instance. And yeah. then They'll at least the fates it. last longer than the hunts do. So yeah, you can they, they usually get to those. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, I I do think that they're only temporary. So uh, we'll uh, yeah, it'll get better. It'll get better. Don't don't bellyache. It'll be fine. Uh, so, uh, all right. I think that, that that was a good discussion, guys. That was a really interesting, uh, I- interesting discussion there. And uh, hopefully, hopefully Square Enix is listening and that we're able to bend their ear in, uh, and, and hi, hi, give hi, them hi, some hi, ideas. Yeah. Is that Square Enix language? Hi. 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 Oh man! All right. Uh, so, do we have our guest ready? Uh, he hasn't talked to me. Really? No, I can get someone else in though. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's let's get another caller uh, to to end the segment. Okay. All right. Hold on one sec. He's coming in. Uh, so he's uh he's kin- yeah his name is Paul Bunyan and he's gonna be talking about uh, company crafting from Hyperion. Uh, Paul, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, hey, here. what's up, Paul? How's it going, man? Thanks for calling Limit Break Radio. Hey guys, the nice most normal name we've ever had. Doing call. pretty good. <laughs> uh, yes. So, way to, way to add to a fantasy game, Paul, taking me out of it. God damn My it! My immersion. My immersion. Anyway, so uh, what's up, Paul? Thank you for uh, for calling the show. Not too much, guys. Uh, I've been Paul Bunyan since uh, my Final Fantasy Eleven days back in two thousand and eight. Uh, when I first started there, I was uh, in-game paladin for like four years, so uh, that's oh, where I come from. You didn't from. even use an axe, man? That just seems sacrilegious. I had warrior level, <laughs> don't get me wrong, but I was more useful to my, uh, to my, uh, to my link shell as a, as a tank. They had all the DPS that they could handle, but they were running desperately low on tanks, and that's it just so fair. happened that I had paladin leveled. To be fair, warrior was the only job less useful than Dragoon, so <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Then getting me in, in the uh, in the in the link shell also brought in an end game thief along uh, along with us. Uh, it took us a while to finally get her a thief's knife, but uh, well, that's a long time ago. And this is what we're going to be talking about now. So uh, I wanted to talk about uh, I wanted to talk about uh, company airships and company crafting. Okay, yeah, let's talk about company airships. The biggest disappointment. You mean retainers? Yeah, the company retainers. retainers. It is is effectively a flying retainer right now. It has no inventory space, so it's the worst. You spend all of that. (laughs) You put all of this resource into it, and then what you get out of it is something that will eventually bring you back ingredients to improve itself. (laughs) 
Yes. Wow. Hey. But you know what? what? Do they do when they right fi- now, when you send them out, what do they bring? When, you? when they do finally improve this, right? Everyone's gonna be bitching because they haven't done it so far. So they have really shitty airships, and they can't get to where they're supposed to be to Stop do the free company my class content. thing. This is true. This is true. Um, the actually, there was one thing that it didn't bring back that wasn't uh, a material to use to improve it. Uh, it brought us back fourteen uh, tier three dex materials on its first voyage. Wow. That's okay. a lot. That's not bad. If you can bring like yeah. 14 Savage Aim 4s or something, that would be cool. I was like, yeah, what are you using <laughs> Dex materials for? No, that's uh, true. I, 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 it's no, RNG. I, that's all crafted, that is. Yeah, probably Bendering. just crafting, uh, the crafted gears uh, just to improve them before you get your uh, so, your I-70 gear from, from Law. or. What or kind Zero. of improvements do the items do for the ship, though? Uh, what they are are ingredients for crafting the next tier of airship. And to, to be honest, it's a bit, it's a bit complicated. Uh, you start out with your free company, uh, workshop with level one, um, uh, crafting recipes for all the airship parts, uh, ethereal wheel table, and a couple of other things. I can't remember what they are right now, but, oh, it's just, just housing facades. Um, the other stuff you have to unlock by using a, um, I want to say it's a schematic table. Uh, what you do there is that you use materials that you bring back, uh, specifically for the airship, you need what's called bamboo weave. Uh, bamboo weave, you get it, I got a couple of them uh, not too long ago. You had six in one trip and 11 in the last trip that we sent it out on. Uh, so we got the tier two recipe for the airship now. And that makes it like bigger and expanded and probably cooler, just makes it like, like come the, back faster, gives it increased odds of finding better stuff. That is correct. Um, okay. What it, yeah. So, so what we're doing right now is that we're gathering materials to make the the next tier of the airship. Uh, we haven't got a, a whole lot of our uh, gathers off the ground yet. We're starting to work on that today, um, but it requires some pretty exotic materials. Um, you need to have what's called Vivianite as one of the more uh, prevalent metals that you uh, that you're going to be uh, using to increase the, uh, the just to just to craft the uh, the, the new parts. Uh, Vivianite turns into garlean steel, um, but it requires. Uh, let's see now. It needs the three. I think it needs like three Vivianite ores, uh, some dark steel, and some cobalt. And 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 you mentioned about getting. You, you said that you're still trying to get all your crafters off the ground. So you guys are doing this. As a free company. Yes. So this so, is your free company so content? They've added free company content. It's bringing the oh. free company together to build an airship. And wow. you were right. And wow, you're murderous right now. But wow. I mean, what's going to happen, right, is that eventually the content, the airship will be used to go somewhere else. To right? like go, right now, yeah, your that's, that's the thing that they keep saying, is that you're like, going so, to yeah, use so right the now, airship. When you send your airship out, it's charting, it's mapping the area, it's bringing back materials, you make it bigger, and once you get it bigger and better and better, then all of a sudden it's like, hey, I can now take Do my you, company to the and, sky. And, and wait, now, 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 question, now, it's it, it maps areas that we can't go to once we get like flying mounts right like this isn't like i think theoretically yes it's yeah like well, actually, the, the sky uh, land that's, we that's what i wanted to ask when you okay. send it out is it like when you go to when you tell your retainers say hey go do a quick exploration or do you actually pick uh, a destination for well, it I've, to but explore? I've, seen, I've seen like a map part of the hud but yeah like what what's what's the deal there with like unlocking regions or is that not a part of the the system yet 
All right. So on our first voyage, we unlocked a new area to go to. Uh, there are two areas that, are, that you're allowed to explore at the first. Uh, they require um, that your ship be level one, of course, and the higher tier levels uh, that you unlock as you go along require a higher tier of airship. Uh, you also rank up your airship as it goes out. It actually earns experience and levels up. So um, once it reaches a certain rank or if it requires a certain level to go to a new area, you have to level up the ship in its rank and then also increase uh, certain aspects of its, uh, of its body. Uh, like, like the are hull, these areas the that air- we can go to on foot or are these areas we can't get to yet? Well, it's probably just uh, like Sea of Clouds. Yes, exactly. The, the first area is Sea of Clouds. There's two locations within the Sea of Clouds that you go to. I can't remember what the third one is right offhand. I've never been there yet because we haven't got our airship ranked up. It can only go in trips of 18 hours, and that's it. You can't go it on any shorter trips, and each time you go, you expend a Ceruleum tank, which you have to buy with company funds. Yeah, so so when it when it's going to a place, there isn't an actual place it's going to. Right, I, would I was assume just wondering that, yeah. if, like, your airship was theoretically going to, like, the Skyland we can't go to yet, that we will eventually go exactly. to once they add it, or yeah. if it's literally just like, no, we're going to the Dravanian Forelands. Well, I'm, uh, sure, I'm sure that if they do end up adding like we think they are, that, yeah, the places you go with the airship isn't going to be accessible with a flying mount. That's, that's, that's essentially correct. Um, you can't go to these places that you're going to uh, with the airship uh, on your in in the physical in game world on the flying mount. Okay, yeah. That's, so that's, so then then if they start adding shit to do when you get there, then it is literally what I what I had talked about. Yeah, so I hope your free company doesn't skimp out on making the airship now. Or you guys are going to be behind the ball. No, they're already working on it. I don't. I don't. Have oh to yeah, like, I don't have to think. I don't have. Wait, are you helping? One. No. So, oh so they added your free company content, and you're not even participating. No. Oh my god. I don't need you. <laughs> That's why so I have a good free company. Wow. Okay. See, if you guys wanted to participate in it, you would have to like do work. Yeah. Put in a lot of effort. I think you underestimate. They don't the, know what that is. I, I think you underestimate the um, the riches that our beneficiary has. <laughs> Still might take time. Still might take effort. So, so, so anyway, Paul, like let's let's get to like what everyone's thinking about here. You you sound like a pretty cool dude. Obviously, you're hanging out on the server. Is there you know special lady you can take on the uh, take on the airship with you? You can have a good time, both you know literally and figuratively. Uh, unfortunately, no. The ship is piloted by a mammoth. Oh, you don't want to stick your dick in that, that's for sure. And Nero would know. Uh, yeah, well. I was, I was, uh, I had a You get lonely and drunk gather. once, and, you know. Except for you, it's forget. not just once, it's all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when you go in the company workshop and you look up the information through their help desk, uh, it pretty much spells out that anyone that's in the free company at this moment in time is not going to be able to use the airship for transportation. Um it was spelled out that a mammoth will be piloting the ship and it'll be going out in exploratory missions and that's pretty much it. Uh, there's no place that you can physically go to uh, once it's mapped out so far that I've found uh, with your free company to go and get materials. The airship does all the work by itself. It's like the Mars rover. Yeah, yeah, that's, I don't know, that's a little bit. That sounds really fun. Well, I mean- okay, but for, for just being released, I mean, even look at our raid content. We don't have all our raid content yet, so if they just roll this stuff out gradually, it kind of makes sense. But right. it's And it's even more about, like, what you do when you get to the places that it unlocks. And, and right. again, it all comes down to pacing as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This place is boring! <laughs> <laughs> Paul, thank you so much for your call and uh, giving us a little bit of insight 
right into the uh, airship crafting, uh, something that, uh, I, uh, of course, none of us uh, knew yeah. a thing about. But uh, yeah. but we do uh, we do appreciate your perspective on that. Uh, all right. So it is time to move on. If we we haven't heard from our guest, have we? Sure haven't. OK, well, then we, uh, we then, tried. Then it's time. We got to move. Good on. episode. We got to move on. <laughs> and now uh, the thing is, is that we've we've only got time for one of these two segments that we've uh, that we've laid out here, uh, which is, of course, emails, which we do almost each and every single week. Or we could do limit breaking music. So uh, I, I would sometimes leave it up to the chat, but they're going to be on a 30 second delay. I'm going to leave it up to uh, you guys. Again, we do emails all the time. The emails that we have will be relevant next week. We haven't done limit breaking music in a while, and that's a lot of fun. Let's do limit breaking music. We're going to do limit breaking okay. music. I vote for emails. Shut up. You would just be difficult, wouldn't you? You you don't you don't get a say. What I get a say? No, you don't. I totally get a say. Why? Microphone now. No, you know what? Aura have only been in the game for what, like less than a week. So as far as I'm concerned, they're second class citizens. So by changing from a Makote to an Aura, your you have gone. to re-earn your keep all over again. You don't live what? here. Uh, you what? don't live here. Where 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 are your people? I yeah, don't see them. Where are right. they? Where, where are, are they in the world? People? Where are they? <laughs> Answer the question. You're refugees. Yeah, that's what you are. We're around. So sit down, shut up, and prepare for the music. So, so where where are you? Where 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 are they? Where's the big collection of Ora? Where can I go to find your to find your brethren? We're, we're too cool that uh, we don't have to hang around with you squares all the time. So we're just around. So so it's just it's it's only so so you and like the couple of other people that felt they're like somewhere switching. Somewhere in Doma, aren't they? Yeah, somewhere in Moradona. Find me no, where that Doma. is. Doma, Doma. No, the, the, I yeah, thought they it, fled but, Doma. But not even, not even the Domans. No, like, like you know, the Domans that you interact with in a lot of the cutscenes. A lot of them aren't even Ora. Yeah, it's it, it's just Yugiri and a bunch of humans. <laughs> That's pretty much it. So how's how 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 is it See, chilling with Yugiri? We're you we're, we're unique, and I get to have relations with Yugiri. You and you also don't so, get a vote, you know so be quiet. Oh. <laughs> all right, so uh, all right, we're uh, we're gonna do limit breaking. Music. This is, of course, our segment where we take a look at uh, some of the musical talent in the Final Fantasy XIV community, uh, of which it, there is an abundance. Uh, there's a lot of uh, really cool stuff uh, that, uh, you know, really cool remakes covers remixes original music as we heard with uh uh the uh the heavens were track the first time that we did this segment uh you know and uh, and so uh why don't we uh why don't we check out some other super super cool uh uh musicians uh that operate within the final fantasy 14 community so our uh, our first track Kahlo, you actually picked most of these out right i did and it was actually kind of hard because you didn't want to repeat uh, a lot of the people that we've featured thus far Right, and you're like, go ahead and check out all the uh, the stuff I favorited. Well, guess what? That's all you favorited was people that we've used so far. No, no, that's but, not uh, true. But if I did, you, I did if you find did some, some. If you so. did some digging, if you if you actually, like, I dug, spent the time. To, I spent time. I don't think you did. I did because I got people on here that we don't use. Okay, so all right, so uh, let's uh, let's let's uh, bring up the. Oh, I can't. Okay, hang on. Let's bring up the video. Video? No. Do we get video with it? There we there go. There we go. Cool. Yes. Uh, a lot of these don't have a whole lot. Of video but no, it's fine no the, uh, but, the music's what's important but uh okay so our first track comes to us from dd music uh and uh they are doing this uh dragon song solo guitar cover why can't i hear it i don't know why can't we hear it i can't hear it either there I, we are i can hear it, now. It, it the stream the stream definitely could hear it while well, we couldn't it was a short in the court i'm gonna mute myself so i can hear it too 
Okay. Bye. Bye, Nika. <laughs> so glad she's gone. Bye. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey, I can still hear you. Nika, we're listening. Shh. Dragon Song already has this this way about it that's very sort of simple and singular. Sure, yeah. That yeah. that you know really makes it very serene, gives you a tranquil feeling, and the fact that all we're hearing this on is just an acoustic guitar, I think amplifies that idea. And what it reminds me of actually is you know when you're out in Falcon's Nest and sometimes you'll get that little bit of ditty from uh from Dragon Song in the music. Yeah. It's just like concentrated. Well they do that. they use the um they use the uh uh the musical reference a yeah, lot. Yeah. Way more so than answers. Uh answers I don't think you got the same sense that it was a repeated theme musically throughout A Realm Reborn. Maybe maybe in 1.0 but I don't recall. I don't think so. But way more so in, in Oh in, yeah, absolutely. In Heaven's and, and like I said it kind of gives you that 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 feeling of solitude which makes sense, yes. you know, given given the way it's supposed to be. And whenever you hear it is like I said I notice it mostly when I'm out in Falcon's Nest, but when you're just running through on your chocobo all alone in this vast wasteland and there it is. Well, and I like, think that they use it very well. It reminds me of like when you hear the uh, Distant Worlds version of Dear Friends, how he's playing it pretty much solely on guitar, even with the uh, choir or the uh, the uh, orchestra in the background. It's that's what you focus on, and it, it really stands out a lot, like this does. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the you know the other uh, the other thing is is that I think it also reinforces Dragon Song as the theme for the expansion. Yeah. Um, you know, Juxta had mentioned when Dragon Song had first come out that he didn't feel like it had the same impact or connection yeah, that answers did. That. Yeah, and I think that they've they've reinforced that through a lot of the reuse of the same musical themes. Yep. And D and D uh, D music uh, doing a great job. With and this, uh, with like, this it hasn't been out that version. been out that long, so no. w- he would have had to figure this out himself, right? Yes. Like he didn't just like get tabs from someplace. Uh, probably, yeah. That, that's pretty amazing. I'm gonna guess. It I doesn't could, look too difficult. I could, I could never do that. <laughs> the people who do music by ear just astonish me. Just, I suppose it's probably like a, a, a like once you figure out how to do it, like they can. It's probably easy for them, but like the idea that he just listens to this, like, oh yeah, that's this one. Like, nope, nope. My life depended on it. Wouldn't be able to do that. My brother's been trying to get, uh, be able to play the crystal theme on his guitar, and he hates that song now because he can't get it. Well, and, and and structurally, a lot of the Final Fantasy music is very complex. This is a little bit more simple, uh, you know, very open notes, mm-hmm. uh, simple melody, and 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 not to again, not to detract from. Uh, the talent of the video it is very uh, you know very very good and uh, the, the fact that he was able to figure it all out and I, I mean fuck I can't play an instrument right yeah um, and, and I do I really like how sort of solemn and slow he takes his time he doesn't rush through yes I think version. it is slowed down a little like bit like you could too. replace the piano versions from the cutscenes with this and it would still work yes yes it would well and it would also give it a different flavor too I mean it would have been nice if they had used some different instrumentation in some of the different versions that they did so, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, DD Music doesn't have a whole lot of other stuff up on his on his YouTube channel, but he does also have a uh, a, a guitar cover to Answers, which sounds, you know, 
sort of has a it, it gives the same strengths to to that as what he gives you know to this rendition of of Dragon Song, and he also has something from uh, Tales uh, from Earthsea, which I have no idea what that. Well, is. Tales of Earthsea is a great uh, Studio Ghibli anime uh, that uh, it's it's oh, really, really really underrated. It's one of uh, it was on Netflix for a while, which is how I was exposed to it. But um, I think it's also based on a book series too. I think so. Yeah, um, it was it was one of the, it was one of the weirder Studio Ghibli affairs. So, um, yeah. So good. I just picture sad Tataru in my in my head right now during that little part. <laughs> Tataru, don't be so sad. Actually, I want to point out that in with since Direct X Eleven has come out, my character's sad faces are extremely sad, and her <laughs> eyes glisten with tears every single time she gets sad. And I'm just like, oh, so sad. <laughs> like I can see the eyes glistening in every sad face. Oh, that's funny. That's so good. Well, well done. Yeah. Well, well done. DD music. Well done. You can uh, you can find that. Uh, by searching uh, Dragon Song solo guitar cover on uh, on YouTube, which is where we found it. We'll also have links to these at our website, LimitBreakRadio.com. Well done, man. Well done. All right. Uh, so we've got a we've got a couple of others here uh, to uh, to check out as well. Kalo, uh, again, you, you right? Yeah, go and you select down down the list. Um, and and. This is actually, uh, um, <laughs> it looks like I've selected two of the main themes. So actually what you're about to see next from uh, Dragor is uh, another guitar cover, uh, this time featuring Answers. Now this one's a little bit different. It's not just straight acu- uh, acoustic. He's actually uh, does the guitar over top of the original rendition of Answers. Um, and it adds just a different kind of level or, or, or a different layer to it. Yeah, he does, he does, it he does keep the original... Yeah, the original playing, and I got a little—I—I I, I got a little nitpicky thing to uh, to point out here in just a second, being an audio nerd. But uh, we'll we'll go ahead and uh, check this out again from Dragor. Here's the guitar cover of Answers. Was pretty cool, I gotta say, with uh, the way that he does it. Yeah, where he's got the uh, the end of an era going behind him, and uh, he's sort of like layered over top of it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and this isn't acoustic either. I'm sorry. He uh, he does uh, he uses electric guitar for yeah. it. I think this is great. I, I, I do. I, I love what he does with it and, uh, and and everything. But the thing is, is that the background track is so blown out and overmodulated. It is a little bit louder. Yeah, it is. It's it, but it distorts, and that was really. I, I'm an audio nerd, so I hear mm-hmm. stuff like that. But being uh, able to hear this though in like a rock cover kind of way, it adds yes. it adds another level of like like. Hardness to it that, that, That's a weird word to use But like I mean this is already A really rocking You know Cutscene and song Already Yeah But this gives it like Like such a punch 
When right. I hear this, I sit here thinking, wait, why doesn't this song have electric guitar in it? <laughs> this song that really does call for it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I kind of hear that modulation you're talking yeah. about. But I didn't until you said it, asshole. I hear these things, man. I'm like, oh, that's peaking. That's peaking. <laughs> but you're right. It does. It gives an entirely different feel. I'm gonna be honest. I, I'm I'm totally gonna cop to this. I've been I've been waiting with bated breath for uh, uh, a husky version of Answers, which yeah, I don't know that that would ever happen. Covers the he does. Yeah, I don't know if that'll oh, ever man, happen. Blow it out of the way. Hey, husky, uh, hop to it. <laughs> I don't know if I can go so far as to say that I like this better than the original one because Answers is just so amazing, but but this rock version, it, it's so good. It really is. Well, the second part of the song kind of has more of a rock feel. It you does. Really, that's where he started. He didn't start at the beginning of the song. He started right at the yeah, second. Yeah, he didn't that's pick up with, the, with like the almost Gregorian chant start to it. That's right, yeah. Well, I think that, I think that part of the song is way harder to work with. It would be... Uh, yeah, because it's like, impossible but it's a harp. Over. It's only a harp. Yeah. Thing. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm sure that someone could figure out a way to do it. I bet Husky could. I bet Husky could. Oh, I love this bit. I like his video work. It really does add a lot to it. Yeah, it's I, really I like, simple I, too. I like how you can like like see through the light, like like his hands and yeah, you know, like he's not just literally over top of it. Like right, he's in it. Well, there's, yeah, there's definitely some value to the way he's gone about that. Absolutely, it would have been so easy just to play the original answers video over this background, like just complete, just the regular video, right? Yeah. Or, or just to have him, him. Like, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. He uh, also has where he does almost the exact same thing with Dragon Song, is uh, is his other cover that that he has, and uh, that's that's Dragor, and you can find him on YouTube. Really, really good though. Really good. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Uh, shout out to Dragor. Uh, make sure that you check out his YouTube page. Uh, and uh, he was another one that he he didn't have a whole lot of videos. So um, if for how some you know. Some way that Dragor or even um, uh, DD Music hears us, uh, you know, hears this. You know, we we want we want more stuff, guys. Yeah, we need more stuff. Do more of that. Come Do on, more things. Yeah, make it happen. Uh, which one are we putting up next here? Uh, the the your your choice. All right, again. all right. So next up, uh, we have Final Symphony and uh, or Final Symphony Beats, uh, a day in Thanalon. Uh, this is another one where I think they take the original track and then they sort of take bring their own unique uh, their own unique styling of of music and overlay it and basically they they take something that that everyone's going to recognize and and be familiar with and they amplify it in a way that you didn't realize you needed this. Guys, this song always reminds me of the Sultana. Well, of course, I know why it would. It makes sense. Uh, I would like to say that, you know, if you listen to the stream a lot, if you listen to the radio, uh, the the Shoutcast stream a lot, uh, this is a song that we do air as a part of that. It is a part of our rotation. There it is. Starts coming in nice and slow. Yeah, it's really, it's, 
You it, know what? I, it's very well it's something done. Something that I think more songs in uh, in Final Fantasy fourteen needs is more more drums in and more bass and stuff. There, bass. There is a song. Wait till you get it. That when you get to Mog Home, if you go outside using the stairs that go up to the top. There's a song up there that starts with really deep drums that is just so cool. Oh yeah, it's so cool. Mm, nice. Oh, I'm. I like that. I like the artwork too. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the uh, Hamakote. Yeah, I'll bet you are. I am. Um, I am a fan. I'm a fan. Are you sure you wouldn't prefer to be a mammoth? Uh, <laughs> that's a thing now. You made that a thing. I did. A Nero fucks mammoth. Oh, okay. That's a thing. <laughs> I was saying it was not an enjoyable experience. Still a thing. Okay. So this has been around for a while. Final Symphony uh, is a guy that I've followed for a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. He's he's fallen off a little bit in terms of uh, of stuff that he's put out. I don't think he's put out much in the last year or mm-hmm. so. I noticed that, too. Um, but, uh, but he does have a really good library of uh, remixes from Final Fantasy, from anime. Lots of anime stuff. Yeah. Uh, I saw, like, Killer Kills up there, Queen's Blade, Attack on Titans, Fairy Tale stuff. Yeah. So if this is the kind of shit that you like, I mean, this is just so chilled out. And and I and I should mention too that there's a lot of uh, people uh, people have sampled this Thanalan version, the Twilight over Thanalan, uh, a lot. Like this is a really common sample yeah. for for you know uh, fourteen remixers. And Final Symphony dude just nailed it, nailed it. I'm not usually a, a, a big fan of just straight up remixes because I feel like a lot of time they'll take the original track, they'll do their own thing, then just layer them over each other. And, right. and the songs, I mean, they'll usually sound cool, I guess, but the songs don't ever feel like they, they don't flow and interwind like very well. It's like they just took their own thing and slapped it on top. This and feels this, like- exactly, it feels natural. Right, absolutely. It feels like you, like you could play that and people would believe that's what the original song was. Yeah. Oh yeah, like you could you could totally work that into like a, a DJ set or something, and no one, I don't think anyone would have been uh, would be. Hey, that's a wiser. remix. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. No. Yeah. Everyone would just be like, "Oh, this is super chill." Yeah. Now, uh, this this next one actually, a Nero added. Well, himself. yeah, I did, mm-hmm. I did. But uh, last plug for Final Symphony, you can find uh, a, a lot of his stuff over at SoundCloud.com/slash Final Dash Symphony, and uh, super cool stuff if you want to check that out uh so yes this one uh i i added to uh to the mix uh because i you know i found this i found this a little bit more recently and uh i I, i'm so taken with uh with this band it's called resolution and uh now i know that the the music that they're performing here it's actually our outro music and so so they're 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 stacking up against husky by the geek which, I mean, it's really hard to get better than Husky by the Geek. But I got to give Resolution a shitload of credit. I think they did a great job. So uh, let's check out their track. <laughs> Time to go. <laughs> I 
I love the drums in this. I think yeah, the, dr- I the drums the drums really stand out to me. When you said it was the same theme, I was worried it was just gonna sound like Husky by the Geeks version of it, but it's completely different. It's got definitely it's got a way more garage band feel yes, to it. It does. Mm-hmm. And that's not a criticism. That's not a bad thing. I love that. I, re- I mean, I'm a Detroit guy. I love my white stripes. I love my Jack White. So, you know, it's I, lo- I think this is so cool. And actually, I think that that kind of sense goes really well with, with the, the, the this chosen is- thumb, which... Hear the drums? Mm-hmm. I fucking love. I love that tom ride there. That's the, great. The the way that it co- sort of bounces around too between the different instruments taking uh, different um, um, prevalences at certain stages of it reminds me of the fact that this is this is a boss fight, right? Right. So you know when you're thinking of a fight and you're watching things like if you picture like what a music video from FF14 might be, where it'll focus on the tank for a minute, then the healers and the DPS doing their things. Here's the so, moment where the mobs blowing up. Sort of like each move. of those different parts would be a different instrument, you know. The, the, the tank being a lead guitar, you know, the DPS, the drum, you know, it it just, I, I know it feels right to me. This does sound really cool. Yeah. The other thing is I could tell that those are real drums. Those are not electronic drums, so... Yeah, good ad. Oh, so good, good ad. Yeah, I, I am really a fan of uh, of Resolution. You can check them out, soundcloud.com slash Resolution the Band. But don't just check them out on SoundCloud because this is a band that is dedicated to covering mostly Final Fantasy XI music. Ooh, really? That's right. Ooh. Resolution is a reference to the weapon skill. So they've got, an, they've got an album that came out in May 2014 called Run Wild. You can find out more information about that at runwildalbum.com. You can pick it up there for $11.11. It has got... It has got, dude, it has got the best Permivian, the best version of Permivian I've ever heard ever anywhere. So fucking awesome. Make sure to check that out. He's, they're working on a brand new album to coincide with the conclusion of Final Fantasy XI called Rhapsodies in the Key of Death Minor. Here is a tentative <laughs> track listing. Ruler of the Skies, Kazam, which he's posted a preview of. Uh, Amazing Kazam music. Hell Riders, On This Blade, Tough Battle. And get this, if you check out the website over at uh, runwildalbum.com, look at the blog. He's taking suggestions for other music you want to hear to celebrate the end of Final Fantasy XI. How cool awesome. is that? shit. That's so awesome. How cool is that shit? And he's still posting stuff to his SoundCloud all the time. He did a nice little melodic comparison of the Heavensward theme and uh, uh, one of the 11 themes and then combined them. Check that out. SoundCloud.com slash resolution dash the dash band. Absolutely worth your time. I, I, and, I, and this version is just so good. It's really good from beginning to end. I mean, I love Husky's version. I love Husky. It's our it's our closing music. There's no way I couldn't love that music. And I, I just think that this is so good. I like it. So, so good. good. Res- so good. Resolution, the band. Again, you can find out more about their music at runwildalbum.com. And that, I think, is going to be it for Limit Break Radio real for this quick, week. Real quick, I yes. need everyone to put a date on their calendars. 
August 14th, 3 p.m. That's a Friday. I'm going to be hosting a charity live stream that weekend. It's going to be a marathon playthrough of Final Fantasy VIII start to finish or until I black out, I guess. <laughs> but I am fully intending to go some 36 hours or so at least to finish the game. All proceeds during that uh, Twitch stream will be donated to a charity benefiting people with gender identity issues because that's a big uh, thing for me. That's kind of my cause that I've taken up. So if you guys could obviously tune in for that, I'm going to need all kinds of help with people, you know, chatting and moderating the stream and uh, talk, let me know when donations come in, all sorts of things. Yeah, we want a nice big turnout for that. Absolutely. Uh, and 100% of proceeds from that event will be going to a charity benefiting gender identity issues. There you go. So uh, join us, Golly, for that. Put that on your calendar. Important date. Notice. Make sure you do that. Uh, so uh, that's going to that's gonna be it for Limit Break Radio. But... That's not going to be it for the stream for today, guys. Here's the thing. We're going to just like the old school LBR. We're going to take a break and then we're going to come back with the premiere of our brand new show. Final encounter cast. Uh, we're, we're probably going to take like a 30 to 40 minute break. So we encourage you guys to hang out, listen to some music, uh, while we, you know, we, we got to get a couple of things set up. We're trying some new things with the show Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and, and we think you're going to be excited. So please, please, please hang around. And, uh, and, and stick around for the premiere of our brand new show, Final Encountercast. If you're listening right now on the podcast, Final Encountercast will get a double posting on our, on our website, limitbreakradio.com. So you can check it out there, at least for the first episode. We're trying to get a website put together for it. Uh, and then that can be found eventually at finalencountercast.com. Yeah, and, uh, keep in mind, this is what you've been waiting for, what you guys are funded, which is the general gaming show. Yes. So if there have been friends that you have been trying or wanting to get into LBR, but they're not really into Final Fantasy fourteen. now's your chance to bring them into the fold. This is something that we hope that a lot more people can get behind and a lot more people will be interested in. So uh, start sharing it around and bringing people to us. We shall assimilate them. Yes, we will. We will. Uh, so, yes. Holy crap. We got through a limit-breaking music without Garleans taking over. Wow. Look at that. Ooh, That's your amazing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't jinx us now dick uh so yeah that's gonna do it for limit break radio but stick around we've got the premiere of final encounter cast coming next here on twitch.tv slash limit break radio uh i uh, definitely if this is your first time checking out the show make sure you uh head on over to our website limitbreakradio.com and uh and subscribe to the podcast we're available at all uh wherever you download your podcast itunes stitcher uh whatever your mobile app is of choice uh we're available on all of those platforms and you can find out more about that at limitbreakradio.com if you happen to use iTunes consider maybe throwing us an iTunes review uh, because iTunes reviews help other people find us and we want other people to find this show uh, so uh, make sure you do that check us out on Facebook uh, facebook.com slash limit break radio twitter.com slash limit break radio all things slash limit break radio we're available on uh, most all social media platforms and YouTube uh, make sure that uh, you're checking it out subscribe come back and hang out with us often I do want to thank our limit break radio audience for surpassing the 20,000 download mark 
mark on episode number 17. What? That was wow. really awesome. I'm so excited that we're growing. You know, we're even able to grow the FF14 audience, even as we're on the cusp of, uh, of, of breaking into uh, a general gaming show. So thank you guys so much. You guys make that happen. And uh, that's uh, you can do that over at LimitBreakRadio.com. And of course, your support is uh, what makes this all possible. The weekly thing, uh, the new show, all of it, that all happens at Patreon.com slash LimitBreakRadio. Please st- t- take a second, go visit that link and consider supporting Limit Break Radio for the long term. That's going to do it for the show for this week. My name's Aniro Grigori. I want to thank Juxtaposition, Kahlo Landis, Ascalia Rayumasa, and Mika Kayanian. I'm Aniro. Keep listening. Limit Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Scry De La Rosa, Zurian Urexin, Satori Komeji, Karquin Elbarn, Rajan Nelka, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and other great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at Facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. In-game graphics for Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphics cards and other hardware at DiamondMM.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. (laughs) 